What's up, guys? Welcome to Spawncast episode... Uh, Evan, what are we on right now? 59. 59. See, Evan was ready this time. I put him on the spot, but he was he was ready for that. And uh, we're joined by the usual suspects tonight. Um, no guests tonight. We're... We're just gonna we're just gonna talk some games with the uh, the core I guess group for the spawn cast tonight, mm-hmm. um, but there is some interesting stuff took place over the week. First though, I'm gonna go around the table here and introduce everyone. We got Sean RG85 as usual. How you doing, Sean? Greetings, doing well, doing well. Do you feel good after getting one of those Labo creations under your belt? I feel vindicated, honestly. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like I've I've accomplished something, and now I'm not like a total noob in the world of cardboard building. Yeah, <laughs> you, you completed one or two, actually. Technically, we did two. Yeah, yeah we did two. I mean, yeah. and they, they came together, and we used them. So, I mean, that's that's a victory in my world. Yeah, we even used one with rubber, the rubber bands and everything. So, yeah. uh, complex stuff. Yeah, not neither of them were from Nintendo, but we still did it. That's fine. <laughs> Maybe that was the problem maybe nintendo doesn't know how to do cardboard i but. do like that they came pre-cut out like they already punched out of the cardboard that was yeah. nice because we just took them out of the box and put them together but uh whatever i think it went over pretty well i actually like the guitar came out i think okay so yeah it's pretty uh, cool yeah i need to give i'm gonna give sean one of the actual ones now i think he's ready he's leveled up to that point yeah <laughs> big kid labo he's leveled up i'm gonna give you like the uh the race car maybe the one that like you actually sit down and you actually move it and everything we'll do that We'll do that one next, I think. Um, and then, of course, Evan, as usual, with us tonight. Actually, you were off last week, weren't you? Yeah. Sadly, I think next week as well. But we're trying to fix that. So. Gotcha, gotcha. And then we got, of course, Max, Dreamcast guy. How's it going, Max? Hello, hello. Playing bad games. Loving my life. You know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Playing bad games. Oh, man. That, that stated a K2, man. Whew. We'll have to talk about that a little bit because there is... Yeah. Uh, that that's Microsoft's latest offering and it's following up sea of thieves. And uh, it's not been a good couple months for Microsoft so far leading into E3. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, uh, that's the way it goes, but uh, let me here. Here's the thing guys. And this is, this is interesting because we haven't had Evan on here since I think he got it. Evan now has a console it's been yep. a PC gamer forever. Actually, you've been a PC gamer since the PS2, right? Yeah. After I dropped that one, and I think only handhelds at that point, 3DS for a little bit, but until they kept saying Bravely Default wasn't coming out, and then I sold it, and then they said it would, and I just didn't even care to pick it back up. Well, Project Octopath, I mean, Octopath Traveler is like the successor yep. to that, so yep. I know you're going to be all over that. It should be um, fun. Yeah, but uh, so Evan now has a Nintendo Switch. Yep. So, so we got him one, and he's been playing it. What? It, uh, let me just ask you, Evan, what have you been playing on on that? on that system i know you can't talk about everything you're playing now because some of well, those yeah. are margo but what, what have you been playing man i mean i'm trying to i'm playing catch up a little bit so i'm actually getting back into splatoon 2 i mean we did review that i i specifically reviewed it on the channel so it's been fun to get back into see where it is now uh we got mario kart we got wild guns we got i picked up yonder because that was on pc for a while and i thought maybe i'd get it but it, you know, on the switch, I wanted to check it out. It seems a little interesting, but you thinking about, uh, some people have actually asked about that in the comments. Have you, have you thought about doing like a quick little let's play video with that? Maybe, maybe I'll do a quick one just people, cause it, people it have been asking seem, about it. Yeah. 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 We'll probably, I'll do something like that. Maybe over the weekend. That'll I, saw, be fine. I saw Urcha playing it, um, for a little while this afternoon. It looked interesting, but I don't know. I just bought a $30 switch game, little nightmare. So I might have to wait on that. Yeah. Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> did wild guns poking oh, what else i'm just catching up at this point <laughs> but you're uh, so what's your what have you as, as you know you're a pc gamer and everything you haven't been back into consoles in a while yeah. what, are your, what are your initial thoughts on the switch so far just seriously just what, what do you think about it it's all right but it's again it's always been that lifestyle thing i mean everyone keeps talking about gaming on the go but i mean 
go for you is getting up and walking to your couch and then playing it on your couch. Get going for me is turning slightly to the right and then drawing over here while then playing over here. It doesn't really leave the little dock over here. It doesn't leave the dock for some of my friends that have it either. It's an all right system, but I could definitely see it be really useful in small situations for us or extra useful for specific types of people who have to travel a lot and do all that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. What do you, what are your uh, what are your thoughts on any of the games? I mean, you didn't play Zelda yet. You might not. You said you don't know when you'll have time to play that. Um, and you haven't yeah. played Mario Odyssey yet. But with what you've played, what I guess Splatoon is the only real thing that's like yeah, like I've exclusive up, to it. Well, I've picked up mostly battle and fighting games. I mean, we I picked up Poke, and then I also downloaded for the Neo Geo Last Blade as well as Garo Mark of the Wolves. Mm, uh, nice. We yeah, we did the test run for Blaze Blue, which I also had the video up for on here. Like, it's fun for fight games. It's excellent for that since I could basically just take it to a friend's house or something and just be like, let's play a fight game real quick. And it's right there. At some point, you know, hopefully they the guy who currently has the rights to Windjammers and specifically has it <laughs> attached to Sony lets it a little more opened up and gets it out on the Switch. That'd be great because, oh my God, that'd be so fun. But I, we got I, need to, I need to pass you over because I've been playing Hyrule Warriors Definition. I need to pass this over to you when I'm done with it so you can check it out. All right. Uh, seems like a game you might actually like just for fun because it's like a warrior style game. Well, I don't Dude, know. Did, Dynasty. I've fallen so far out of Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> uh, uh, hours. I well, I know you're going to get into Pokemon, which we'll talk about that later. Oh hell yeah! I know you're going to get into that. That'll be like a, a serious thing for you. Uh, maybe Smash too. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, so Evan now has a Switch. You've seen some of his stuff. He's uh, he's doing some videos on it, um, and uh, it's been it's been going pretty well, I think. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, you played Runner Three, right? That was the last thing you played uh, on the channel. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then you've also been playing Conan Exiles. I see on Steam a lot. Yeah, I mean, my buddy are trying to do some weird stuff on one of the online servers, mess with some people. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. Um, Cool, cool. And then uh, I know Max. I already know what you've been playing, Max, but go ahead and tell us. (laughs) Uh, I've been playing the awful abomination that is State of Decay. I have never played a game. So typically when I'm playing a review, I have to, when I'm playing a game for review, I have to play at least 30 hours of it. Because you need to get footage, you need to get a good idea of it, you need to progress your base enough to understand the higher levels talent trees. That game sucks so bad. Every (laughs) part of it, you're falling through the ground. Okay, I feel like I'd be more forgiving of the glitches if there wasn't permadeath. But there were so many times I died because the game just broke. There was a time where... I decided to be a second player. My friend was uh, in a lobby. He invited me to his world. And so I was player two. I got in a car. He starts driving down the street on his screen. He's driving on the center of the road on my screen. I was getting drugged through trees until the car exploded and killed me. So I died and appeared dead in his car. And my character I spent 12 hours playing was just, just liquidized. I need to, I need to explain that real quick. It is permadeath. So if you lose somebody, they're gone for good. Yeah. Yeah. every time and and getting new people is difficult quests like most people want supplies and a trade getting people to join your society is not now most people don't want to join your your uh, your society so getting new people to join to later kill by accident is difficult there my first save file failed i mean i literally put like 15 hours in my first save file built it up pretty well and my society got to an unsustainable point it was awful yeah. So if uh, people in the, people in the chat might be asking if if your character dies, they're they're just gone for good. Like yeah. that's it. Um. What if your character dies in someone else's game though? It still dies. So when wow. you when you're in a multiplayer world, you don't get to pull from. The, so this is the most broken part about multiplayer. Saying I'm playing with Evan. Evan's on PC. I'm on Xbox because I love playing on my Xbox. 
I would join his world. We would be running around in his map, but I would only be able to play as my characters and use my supplies, which means I'm using my bullets and my people. So when I die because of a glitch, my game gets screwed. His mm. world doesn't. Wow. I don't know about that. That's weird. Yeah. It's such a, a really broken system. It's, it really seems like they just shoved it in at the last minute. So, I mean, uh, People are asking in chat, when you respawn, you actually respawn as a completely different character that you have in your encampment, right? Max, yes, yes. Okay. And, so, and the characters are randomized, but they're they're actually pretty cool. A lot of the characters that you'll run into, like I recruited a bunch of soldiers early on who had really good fighting skills and they were great. But then when they started dying to glitches, it screwed over the rest of my camp because the rest of them were like this thin armed little writer who couldn't do anything. And I sent him out in the wild and he immediately got eaten by 15 zombies. Eaten right away. Yeah. And there are super zombies out there. And if you yeah. go out at night and you haven't leveled up cardio, you can't outrun them. So it's just one of those things where like when a good character dies to a glitch, it can screw your game permanently. It does sound like it sucks, but it also sounds exactly like my first introduction to the first day of decay when it came out on PC. Like the really first day not much docked. Yeah. It was really, <laughs> you didn't like over, it. I thought but it was over right. time, it took forever for them to finally get rid of all like the major bugs and then yeah. it took them even more time to even fix some of the visual glitches that the PC had at the time since it was stuck behind that Xbox 360 crap that made it yep. downscale everything. But so like it's an interesting game, but it, every time it gets released, it seems like it's always going to be that it's always going to be they couldn't foresee a lot of stuff and then they just let mm -hmm. it ride out for a year or two before they fix it. That That's the worst part, because at the core of it, the gameplay is fantastic. Like combat yeah. is sharp. All the special infected are actually really ingeniously made. I think the AI for how they move in packs is smart. The way the maps work is really smart. The quest system is really smart, but the glitches destroy it. If y'all haven't seen it yet, I did a review. And I gave it a three out of 10 because it is just broken. Cool. <laughs> Let's give it three out of 10. Man, that is rough. Yeah, it was awful. It was so very frustrating. Mm. Um, so, okay. So Max mostly yelled at his TV for a while this week with State of Decay 2. What have you been playing, Sean? Uh, I've been playing Fallen Legion, which is a sort of action RPG uh, coming out next week from Nice America on the Switch um interesting game i don't love it but i don't hate it it's just kind of there are aspects about it that i like there are aspects about it i think other people will like and maybe i just don't personally like it but it does have a good combat system that's pretty much what's keeping me playing the game um well that and i have to review it but uh the combat system is actually is actually pretty interesting once you understand it um been playing the Mega Man Legacy Collection uh, on the Switch. That's also a review going out. That's two reviews for Tuesday. Both of those embargoes lift on Tuesday. Um, it's Mega Man. You, you played Mega Man before. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. pretty much the same. Uh, Jesus, what else? Uh, little Nightmares. I picked up Little Nightmares yesterday. I did a quick little video on it. Interesting game. I, I like it. Um, it's pretty pretty cool. You know, it's a game that I would enjoy. It's you know, it was quite a dark. Uh, subject matter um what else uh, i i know there's other things um i downloaded a an rpg that's coming out next month that i'm pretty excited to play but i do hear that there are some slight issues but can't say what game that is um and then uh yeah i guess that's about it yeah <laughs> you've been you've been pretty busy huh yeah yeah it's and next week isn't is gonna be a lot busier okay so i i uh i picked up Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition because I couldn't get into it on the Wii U, so I went out and actually bought it physically on the Switch to 
played a little more and uh, it's still kind of how I remember, but I, I think it helps a little bit when it's in portable mode. Cause I can, I'll sit upstairs and play it and stuff. Um, that seems like, a, it seems more like a mindless game when you get through the first bit of it to where you can kind of just mindlessly play and watch TV or something. So I'll like watch the basketball game or something while I'm playing it. And it's much easier to do it that way. Uh, and then I've been playing the onrush beta on the PS4. Actually, it went up on the PS4 first, so I got it on there. Uh, I didn't download the Xbox One. That game is actually really fun. Did you guys see anything about it? Onrush? Yeah, the onrush beta. I've never heard of it. Really? Oh, dude, it's actually really cool. I was playing it, and it was actually kind of addicting. But what it is is it's a. Um, it actually kind of reminds me of Burnout. But you and a team of people play against another team of people. Then they have smaller like like cars and stuff that are in front of you, and you crash into them. It's const- It's a race that's constantly going, and the mm-hmm. idea is to try to lead the race or wreck the other team constantly because they um. It's almost like a like you know killing somebody in like a first person shooter kind of, and mm-hmm. you get points for that. But it's a constant thing that's always going, and you try to win. But it's really cool. You get boosts and stuff by by jumping and everything. It's yeah, it's done by the people who are behind uh, Motorstorm. Thank you, Dan. I, I love Motorstorm. Go go down with it. Then. I think it's I think the rest of this weekend. I think it ends on like monday maybe um it was, it was a quick download too it wasn't that bad but it's it's actually a really cool idea i like it and it has like the mechanics where you gain experience level up and everything but mm-hmm. i have been playing that for a couple hours now and I'm, I'm liking it it's actually really fun um i do see how some people might see it getting kind of boring over time but it's like anything else like people like me will play halo over and over and over again even though it's the same maps and yeah. doing the same thing uh this is more for racing fans who want a very arcadey experience that's like no simulation and you're just it's it's burnout it's burnout with multiplayer basically <laughs> and it's sounds- really fun Man, that sounds like it's pressing all my buttons because I am very much an arcade racing fan to my core, and I can't believe I missed that. That sounds awesome. Yep, yep. I'd go check it out. It's free on uh, PlayStation Network, and I believe it's up on the Xbox One, uh, Xbox Live as well. You can download on either one. Um, WWE, did 2K18 get an update on the Switch? Yes. It's It was to fix it, how it was um, crashing, I think, but they never said anything about what changed. I, dude, I'll be honest with you. I, I actually uninstalled it. Somebody in the somebody in the chat right now just said the update added microtransactions. That, that sounds about right. It sounds about right. Par for the course. Wow, that's bad. I need to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to install this thing, man. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm gonna have to find lost, this out. I lost my 64 uh, gig card, and I have no idea where it is. Um, you guys talk for a second. I'm plug my switch, and we might do this live. <laughs> so I had to. Um, I had to download um, Payday the other day because Wood Wood was gonna play it with me, and we ended up playing it for like 20 minutes. He's like, "I hate this game, mate. I hate it." And I'm like, "Yeah, all right." It sounds I, just like him. <laughs> yeah. I I bought Wood's copy of uh, WWE 2K18 and hated oh, yeah. it. And I I ended up uh, trading in it. He sold it to me for thirty bucks. I ended up trading it in for like forty dollars store credit somewhere. He, like said I, was, uh, he said he was joking, but I'm still gonna I'm still gonna install it while we're sitting here, just because I want to see if they actually did anything with the update. Go on. <laughs> um yeah, uh, I just want to say Evan real quick. I gotta add you on uh, Switch. I know you sent me your friend code, dude. I've been playing so much Splatoon two, man. I'm up to uh, seventy hours on Splatoon two. We gotta we gotta rock it. Yeah, it sounds good. I've been ripping people to shreds and I just got to get new weapons at this point. My issue is the range on the guns that I have. I seem to get outranged by a lot of people, so it's getting I, annoying. I use the the zapper, the one that looks like the NES gun, because yeah. 
doesn't have it's pretty decent range it's not good for painting you can massacre people so what i end up doing is just going around the back of the map and splatting everybody like crazy i feel like at some point i'm just going to pick up the sniper rifle like i did in the beta and start flick shooting oh, yeah. people to death i'm i'm trash with that it, it requires a fine hand and even though i'm good at aiming there's just i feel like people are just somewhere in japan doing those perfect uh tilt aims way better than me all right so the wwe download is, is underway it's happening i'm sorry <laughs> we're gonna see what happens I, I remember with my old switch it's still on there obviously i was like i'm never gonna uninstall this thing because i i'll check out every single update they do uh just to see if they ever fix it um now i have gigabit speed but the eShop still takes forever to deliver anything yeah i whenever i'm installing like a game for review i actually set it next to my wireless router so it install a little bit faster because the east shop is so slow yeah the playstation shop is slow too which is weird i the microsoft one just it just hurls stuff at me like it's I very find, fast i find that if you put your switch in um sleep mode it goes faster at least it does at my house i i feel like i'm superstitious and i'm one of those like i have to watch the install bar to trust it <laughs> like if i put it in sleep mode i assume it just goes to hell Mm, okay uh so i think that's everything right that's everything we we've been playing this week all our plans uh, and everything coming up too so, i mean i almost i'm almost done golf story i guess oh nice You're playing golf story nice. Dude, I love golf story yeah. that is awesome i think it's getting a physical release soon i'm buying it physically if they get announced i'm absolutely yeah. buying it how do you how do you like it evan it's awesome I, it? I, it's so fun to play just because of how the mechanics work and how it still feels like an old school game but mm -hmm. how many how many ridiculous shots have you landed in it like doing a curved arc shot where the ball spins when it hits the ground just right to then like snake and do like a twist into the mm -hmm. hole those are so fun oh yeah i i just love the the really weird side quest where you're killing zombies or bouncing it off turtle shells and man i played that game so much yeah, and you really don't play as much golf as you think in that game <laughs> yeah right well dude my favorite thing that cracked me up is when i found the frisbee golfers and they're like no bro like it's disc golf okay <laughs> i've never touched a frisbee when that guy said that i lost my mind i've never touched a frisbee like okay fine weirdo it was only made by a couple people too yeah, that's yeah. the best part. Yeah, there's only a few people made it. Um, but it was like two, two brothers yeah. or something. Is it one like program and one did the music? Yeah, but it did, it did so well. Like that. Yeah. Apparently, there it got rated recently. Um, got rated recently to probably get an, announced as a physical copy because that costs like I think three grand to rate it uh, by the yeah. SRB. So they paid to rate it for some reason, and we think it's probably getting maybe from uh, I don't know, maybe from like uh, limited run games, maybe. Yeah, I think Doug, so. Doug is pretty quiet about that. Unfortunately, <laughs> I, 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 I hate the unlimited run games. I love their business, but I hate the idea of like, well, you can buy it during this one. Like, I hate the that. So if uh, if that happens, I'll probably end up. Well, they're I'll doing they're doing pre-orders for Switch stuff now. So okay, because I guaranteed a copy. Golf story is golf story is one of my favorite Switch games. Not mm -hmm. just indie games. It's one of my favorite Switch yep. games ever. So I got to get that physical. It is so it is so creative. I love the humor's great in it. Yeah, like, just everything about it. I just really I was a big fan of the um, Mario Golf from back in the day. Mm -hmm. so I love this. Right. I'm like, yeah, I'm all about this. I mean, Evan knows. Evan, how much did I talk about that just on the way up? Like every time we did an event for the switch, I was like, golf story needs to be here. You know, it's got to be here. And we it just never was. And then finally they announced it. But I was yeah. all about that game. Dude, I was a month late. That was one of the things where like everyone came out and people were talking about it. And it was a good to the best. And I think I think it was you, John, who finally told me you're like, just get it like trust me like yeah. just get it. and now you ended up installing it i was like holy crap they were so right this is so funny so it was like a 15 dollar game or something like that it's yeah. crazy yeah um yeah i think everybody who has a switch should at least look in the golf store even if you don't like golf it's just it's just fun mm -hmm. uh, it's a good time 
So that's good, Evan. You're just about done it. Um, oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um. Cool. All right. So I guess that's I guess that's everything we've been playing recently. Um. Let's get into some of the some of the news. Do you guys want to start with the Pokemon rumors? Yes. Start it up. Yeah. All yeah. right. There we go. Pokemon rumors. They're everywhere, as we'd expect. Now, the the hype for a Pokemon announcement is at an all time high right now. That's probably why on YouTube you see 20 million videos constantly going up, articles everywhere on all different websites. And now we have a, a Pokemon rumor that is talking about two different versions. That's not really surprising, though, I don't think. I think most of us figure they're going to do two versions, like always. That's that's maybe three versions. Maybe we'll get another one down the road or something to okay, go in between. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee Edition. Uh, it appears to be a, a, re a return to Kanto, although the timetable, like it, people, some people are saying it's like 100 years in the future, for example. Um, others are saying it's a straight up remake of Yellow. It's kind of all over the place right now, to be honest. Um, but it seems to be returning to Kanto, obviously, if it's Pikachu and Eevee. Uh, Eevee, as a lot of people were, were, were reminding me, is um, the Pokemon that your rival chose in Pokemon Yellow. Um, oh yeah so yeah i know right i said the same thing um i had a pokemon yellow way back in the day and i forgot about that but yeah so you had pikachu your rival had eevee and uh it you know it followed the anime pretty well actually which was good <laughs> um and then of course your uh pikachu would follow you around which is supposedly returning um and now there's just been a lot of rumors just floating around about this now and we're waiting but it does appear that um we will probably be seeing an announcement this week coming up um, we'll see probably an announcement of a direct and then we'll get a direct that's all about this Pokemon game. Um, and I think that's going to, if I had to look at the calendar right now and take a guess as to when the direct will be, I would take a guess and say, uh, either Tuesday or Thursday. So either the 22nd or 24th is when that'll happen. So they'll probably announce it on Monday, man. I'm wow. from all of the leaks. I would say I'm a big Kanto. I, for some reason, I've seen a lot of people in the Pokemon community not wanting to go back to Kanto for some reason. I'm a huge Kanto person. I love that. I think these rumors are great. I hate the names. I'm I'm willing to. <laughs> so I think let's Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee. We're we're gonna talk about why that is uh, after we're done yeah. our initial thoughts on it. But you can keep going, Max. <laughs> I, I just want to say that. I was like that. I feel like as as much as all these rumors are like really actually getting me hyped for a Pokemon game for the first time in 15 years. That's the one thing is being like, oh, that feels like just a little kid name. I know that's me and I know people disagree. But other than that, I feel like, man, this sounds great. Uh, Agent Cueto, I can tell you a direct is going to happen uh, before May is up. That's all. So I can tell you it is happening, though, just from some people I've talked to. So uh, you'll, you'll see you'll see. Yeah, you'll see. Uh, uh, it'll be it'll be before June, though. It's going to be at the it's going to be the back half of May. And I think it's going to be this week coming up uh, because obviously after this week, there's not much time. Mm -hmm. after that i mean we they could put it in like the last like a the 29th or the 31st or something but i think it's going to be on i think it's going to be announced on a, on a monday and then it'll happen either the day after or maybe a thursday or something but it, it is to happen i needed to happen this upcoming week because the week yeah. after that i'm out of town that's the other I reason i was like it needs to happen before sean is gone so he can oh, do his his initial thoughts and stuff thank you. my man i'm reviewing like four games next week so i'm super busy so it's like okay just come out on a day where i have a full night's sleep so i can watch the direct and i'll be happy i can make a video don't worry everybody can watch the direct with me Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually last year max you watched a couple you watched two things on this channel didn't you yeah with me? you watched yeah. i know you watched the intended right because octopath traveler was shown with the demo and everything and we were yeah, like oh that's, switch that's right but then I, oh, I, oh I, we watched the um we watched the bethesda one yeah it was but was it bethesda or was it microsoft we I stayed up we, i thought we stayed up late you me and philip and we watched the bethesda one right 
I thought, or was that the Sony one? We watched it like no, three. I remember they, I remember they showed the uh, Wolfenstein uh, two. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was fun. That was we'll fun. do a bunch of that this year. If uh, if people want it, ask for it in chat. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll stream a bunch of the conferences this year. Yeah, you guys, you guys, uh, we can have Max join in with us. Because <laughs> because I'm going to be doing recap videos like I did last year, but I mm -hmm. uh, maybe it'll be fun. I don't want to stream them live on my channel. Maybe I'll if you want me to, I'll 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 be your side host. Oh, it's cool, man. It's cool. It's cool. Uh. And then we have uh, so let me let me get this from from Sean as well because Max was just talking about it. We go back to Canto. You think this is good for us older folks? Yeah, I think so. I think that's I mean, who they're targeting, right? Yeah, like I would say so. I mean, I, I just the damn name, like I, <laughs> right? Thank uh, you. Well, like, here's the, here's the interesting thing, and people have been bringing this up, and I want to bring this up too. Those the names that we have right now are direct translations of the things we've seen so far so like how pocket monsters is in japan it could change to something else it's possible I but the, the the domains are registered in english as a dot com so they're registered in america now as yes. pokemon let's go pikachu and let's go Eevee. that's the yes. official names website wise in yes the, well the reason we know about those urls is because we know what we're looking for there's a chance okay. i'm just saying there's a chance i don't know some people know there's a chance that uh, the URLs that we can't find are the actual names or something. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say. Um, but I remember Pocket Monsters was was what a lot of people thought it would be way back in the day. Mm -hmm. And it turned out to be Pokemon. So you never know. I mean, sure, it could be Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. That is a weird name, though, isn't it? It doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. It, I mean, o OJ was ripping into me. OJ was like, it is a perfect name straight from the anime. And it's like, I don't know, it just sounds like weird gibberish to me. Yeah, yeah, I hate it. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting. I think they can get away with it because, uh, well, it's Pokemon. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Buy it. Um, but I don't know if can they keep that because the thing about the Pokemon names is it was been a it's been a color for the longest time, right? So <laughs> we always kind of figured, okay, it's gonna be a color. It's gonna come out and everything. What can they do after Let's? Can, are they just gonna keep the Let's Go like? catchphrase around and then just throw extra Pokemon on the on the edges. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be like, let's go uh, Cyndaquil <laughs> over the next well, one or something. It, it could just be that it is a reboot, but this is a one time thing. It could be that let's go is a prefix on purpose to emphasize that this isn't actually Gen 8, that this is more like Gen 1.5 in an eight graphic style. So maybe okay. we are still going to get eight after this, and this is just a brief restart. And that's why they want to set it apart with the weird names. So, um, Evan, Evan, what do you, what do you think about these, about this whole thing that we've talked about so far with the Kanto reboot, essentially going back? Cause you're now, you now have a switch. You're now a potential customer of this. You, you yeah. can actually participate in the switch conversation. I mean, it, de <laughs> it depends on, I guess, everything. Cause we're talking about it from the perspective of these are going to be the Pokemon. We remember these are going to be the things that we recognize, but we've also talked about the possibility of a changing combat system. So that could throw it off or possibly alter anything else there. But there's also functions from the later games that aren't from the old ones as well that will most likely get bled back into it so it'll still feel different i guess for a lot of people it's just going to be the fact that they don't get to see new things but how many i mean how many hundreds of new things can you really put together before you start going like oh that's just like this one from 200 pokemon yeah. ago yeah yeah uh will mcconnell actually 
uh, is is interesting. They're asking more about the fe- I guess the other features of the Switch is like you know the DLC season passes and stuff they're doing kind of now. Um, as hopefully in time they include all regions as a season pass or built into online subscription. Don't mm-hmm. want to buy multiple games for Pokemon. Um, they have something called the the Poke Bank, right? Uh, I remember Austin was talking yeah, about that. That was the monthly. You had to pay like yearly or monthly for it, and you could send Pokemon from a generation to it, and then as a new one came out, you could take them back or something. Yeah, that's, that's he was crazy. telling me that's probably what they're going to use. It'll probably have. Uh, pokebank um compatibility and that's how you can kind of get you know the ultra moon and everything to just transfer pokemon over as long as they are i guess uh compatible uh that's kind of what they were going with and um i I, you gotta pay for it it's not expensive though i think it's like what like a couple bucks a year five bucks a year or something (laughs) like it's literally like bare bones like server costs is what they're charging people and i mean with Um, the name at least the fans at some point are just going to create acronyms for them yeah. So it's just like you play LGP or do you play LGE? Like which which one do you play? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, if, if when I go to the store uh, and I pick up the opposite of what I already have, if Nintendo decides to start just dishing them out to people, um, I would just say I want the Pikachu edition or the, the Eevee edition. I don't think I would say the whole thing. You know, I want Pokemon. Let's go so and so Eevee. You know, I'm, I'm gonna do the thing like Ash did in the anime. I'm gonna turn my hat on backwards and go, Hey, I need a copy of Pokemon. Let's go Eevee. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they just escort you out of the store. <laughs> yeah, they would. They're like, sir, just leave your credit card and get out. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, th- that name, even seeing it on the box art, I feel like it's going to be too much on the box. I don't know. It'll just be, be like a tiny, a sl- it's going to be a very tiny let's go. And then it's Yeah, gonna, well, yeah, yeah. and because that's the way, even in the Japanese art, it was super no. tiny. It said like Pokemon and then let's go really off to the side and then the name of either Pikachu or Eevee. So is the Pokeball going to be the, the O? That would be too clever. <laughs> I was curious. I was curious. Uh, so the reason people are saying uh, that it's Let's Go is because it's going to have some sort of Pokemon Go integration, mm-hmm. whether it's integrated with the app that people are playing now um, or if it's in some way uh, going to borrow features from it. I assume it's not going to borrow anything that has to do with GPS or location. The Switch can't do any of that. Um, so a lot of people are assuming that it, it must be either transferring Pokemon somehow back and forth or, mm-hmm. or um, sharing events, you know, the celebration events they have for different times of the year they, or, or the functionality of throwing the Pokeball. They so, might oh. do crossover events with like, if Pokemon go is an event, they might throw it in there, but God, Pokemon go they've they're supposed to have trading in last year. They're supposed to have dueling in last year. There's, there's a list of mm-hmm. things they're supposed to program in. You want to tell me they're going to program in the ability to cross-play with the Switch somehow? There's, yeah, what no. have they done to that game anyway? I haven't, I haven't touched that game in a long time. They've added Pokemon. They've added cosmetic effects. They changed the gym fights to something that's kind of worse, but okay at the same time. And then that's it. Like There's mm-hmm. really nothing else to it. Years and years and years so far. I think it's, what, two, three years since it's been out? Yeah, 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 wow. Okay. They've done nothing. <laughs> well, what one of the leaks I read that sounds true to me is that one thing they want to try and integrate is the people who got the master trainer wristband or whatever you know the Pokemon Go wristband. Yeah, I could see that. It's Bluetooth. He, yeah, he said the the leak I read said that it was gonna have something where like when rare Pokemon are around in the game or there's like a, a Pokemon that only shows up at a particular time of day you can set some sort of warning so it'll actually like have a reminder on your thing. If you have your switch near it or somehow it'll be like the light will turn on meaning, Hey, there's a Pokemon. It's time for that Pokemon. So then at the end of the day, it just sounds like they're going to either allow that to work or also release their own Bluetooth device that you can attach onto you. Cause that's not, this isn't the first time they've had a companion thing. What was it? Soul silver. 
and all yeah, that. that had the Pokemon. Man, yeah, Pokemon. Well, and they, they had that back in the day with uh, Pokemon yeah. Yellow. Back, they had the thing, the Pocket Pikachu, and you walked, and you could aim it at your IR sensor and your Game Boy Color, and it would actually level up uh, Pikachu. Yeah, mm. so there's probably going to be something external to it, definitely. But I don't. There's not going to be any real connection with the phone app at all, really. Mm -hmm. But uh, what if they did like uh, community events too? Like a lot of big community events. Like they had raids that everybody participates in on the Switch. Um, like something like that. Like a time wise, or I have to walk somewhere. Like a like a, how they do world <laughs> event. Like how they do. I have to leave the house. No, I'm I'm down for it, but I'll be honest. I am always afraid of taking my Switch. I feel like l let's face it. I'm not a very strong guy. I'm afraid someone's going to walk up and just smack the switch out of my hand and run away. I don't want to walk around. The, I got to watch that with a cell phone on a stream once for Pokemon. I watched that. that was so the guy's holding like three cell phones walking through Central Park and a guy just, ah, and he takes all this. I was like, oh, poor dude. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking more along the lines of, okay, this big Mewtwo event's going to take place, kind of like how Destiny raids would take place or supposed to take place, and everybody would kind of band together to take down Mewtwo and the organization and Giovanni and everything, and then everybody yeah, it, has to get loot or something. But it would suck if you had to go somewhere, because knowing Nintendo, they'd be like, go to your local Nintendo store, and you and I would have to get in a car and drive to freaking New York. And it would <laughs> yeah, we when, when we do Nintendo events in uh, Texas, we have to go to Best Buy, and they take over Best Buy. I don't want to stand in a Best Buy video game section look like oh it's gonna be a bunch of nine year olds and me be like get away I'm 32. <laughs> oh man I I don't know if it, I don't know if we get to that point um, at least I hope it would <laughs> I mean it could I guess it could uh, other people are saying what if you could um what if you could send stuff back and forth I think that maybe I don't really know how easily that would be unless again they just drop the the Poke Bank in the middle of everything. Um, but then it seems pretty easy to get some of these Pokemon in uh, in Pokemon Go. That would be harder to get, I guess. Like, can't you just get a bunch? Can you just get Blastoise fairly easily now after it's capturing a bunch of Squirtles? Yeah. So, and also people probably have built up quite a collection now, so they probably have some ridiculous Pokemon in Pokemon yeah, Go that they can just send over. Yeah, supercharge your account right at the start, get your first gym badge, and just start powering yourself with Pokemon. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um. Two different versions, though. We assume they're each 60 bucks, so it's going to cost $120 for most of the Pokemon fanatics out there, maybe more, because uh, when I when I was working at the stores, we would sell sometimes five copies to a family. God well, damn. They have a bunch of kids, and every kid needs one, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be quite pricey for a lot of people, I think. But trust me, the Pokemon community is pretty crazy when it comes to this, and they will buy, each person will buy both versions, uh, whether it's at the same time or down the road. I mean, I'll be honest, even even as somebody who's not into Pokemon in this circumstance, I may end up buying both just so I can cover both. And I'm, I'm trying to go to open minded. Let's let's jump in balls deep. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting when that when that happens. But the announcement is coming pretty soon. Um, we're thinking it's this week coming up. So um, it's going to be fun. The big question. Other question is, when does it release? Mm hmm. Is it releasing this year? Is it releasing this holiday? Is there a month oh, in mind? It's this year. This yeah. late fall. Well, That's not. Yeah. I think it's this fall because that leak, remember that leaked screenshot we saw that we all laughed off a couple months ago? Look at it again now. It seems really real. The fact that there was uh, a dude riding a Lapras and he had an Eevee on his head, like mm -hmm. that looks really real now. Like, yeah. oh, I think that was. So it does look like it is just like 
a super fancy version of the 3ds really upscale. Well, it was, um, i mean it was uh it was off screen and there's also a chance that the right stick actually controls the camera so it can float and move everywhere oh my chance. gosh i didn't even think of that yeah maybe maybe they have it at a kind of a weird angle when they were taking the picture because you know you could do that with a lot of games yeah, you can dark yeah dark souls i can make dark souls look like diablo if i want to turn yeah. the camera <laughs> so, so you never know there's a chance that that was like uh that was that other people are saying it could have been an emulator. It's hard to say, but the interesting thing is you're right. Evie was riding on their head and it's like, oh yeah, that's right. Evie is uh, uh, one of the versions now. So it's yeah. very possible that that could be it. So we're going to, we're going to see about that, but we won't have to wait too much longer, which is great. You guys thinking uh, September, October, November, October. I'm going to put oh, my money on November. I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking November too. I'd like, I obviously I'd like to come out sooner, but I'm thinking November. I think they would go for it. Um, October I, would be interesting because Red Dead comes out in there. I'd love uh, to the, see that. The only reason why, because I, I remember Austin John telling me that they don't normally release uh, Pokemon that late in the year, but I think they're going to do it to make sure they win Christmas again because they dominated Christmas last year. And I think mm -hmm. having Pokemon on the shelf at Black Friday and for the beginning of holiday it's shopping. It's impossible to find a 3DS there for a while. I remember that. Yeah, exactly. I think that that will just help the Switch because, I mean, the Switch will sort of swell 20 million units this year, whatever impossible number. Pokemon at the end of the year would do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that, I think I, it's definitely coming out in the fall at some point. I don't think any of us think it's coming out in December. Oh, God, no, no, yeah. I don't think that's happening. So um, again, I'd like to see it come sooner. I think Smash might be a September release and then maybe Pokemon's October, November. Um, Fire Emblem has to work in there somewhere, too. They'll drop that on a random Friday and it'll be fine. They'll still sell. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty much. That core audience will buy it straight up. Um, absolutely. Uh, any other thoughts you guys have on Pokemon before we move on? I'm surprisingly hyped for it. Surprise? Really? Okay, so you didn't, you didn't know how excited you'd be for it? No, it's because it's one of the things I'm not a Pokemon fan. I'm just so far off the bandwagon. But actually seeing these leaks and rumors, it almost gets me more excited. The original leaks that they were totally trying to reinvent it were interesting. But seeing that it's just a grassroots reboot of possibly the same system going back to the first area, that's like, okay, that's probably what I actually wanted the most anyways. So, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm looking at it. I'm like, this is definitely for old people like us. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. like, like, we're not super into the Pokemon series, but we were at one point. And I look at it and I'm like, yeah, this is for us. This is the people who used to be. And what's interesting is that I think is what a lot of people believe that Pokemon Go took off for with the older crowd is because it was yeah. the original, you know, 150 to get started. And people were like, I remember these Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, let's try it. So it's very possible that, uh, that 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 would help. And that might be why they're thinking Go integration, because those same people might come over and maybe they're trying to make Pokemon even bigger. I don't know if that's possible because it's already massive, but maybe they're thinking 20 million in their head for this one Damn. yeah i know right <laughs> the 3ds versions do 15 million no problem but they always kind of start to slow down there towards after that so maybe they're thinking 20 maybe 30 million on the switch i don't know I mean, it's the, it's the first home console version of Pokemon. So what which, you... which is what everybody inside and outside the Pokemon community for the last 10 years has been joking, be like, do a console Pokemon that's 3D and open world and people will be lining up. And here we are. Yeah, we're going to I mean, we're going to see what happens. But uh, I can tell you now, people who aren't even into Pokemon will probably buy it just just to see, <laughs> you know, just just to try it. So um, we'll see how that how that goes. Um, cool. So uh <laughs> Another rumor that seemed to confuse, we're going to probably spend a lot of time on this one too, seemed to confuse a lot of people uh, was Star Fox. Oh, God, uh, yeah. <laughs> this one was interesting because from what we're hearing, 
the rumors are everywhere and it's almost to the point where it doesn't even feel like a rumor anymore because so many people say it's actually happening it's like mm-hmm. everyone's corroborating this thing saying it's definitely the case it's happening um and i remember hearing people a while ago talk about retro studios doing something with an old ip that was not the same genre you'd expect it to be in and this does kind of line up like that like when i heard about this i was like whoa really that's weird uh star fox racing apparently a racing game from star fox the mm-hmm. the least tentative title is star star fox grand prix um on the nintendo switch by retro studios uh from the information we're gathering it's similar to diddy kong racing in the sense that it's not a, a straight up you know end-to-end racing game it's just it's it's an adventure racing game kind of is what we're hearing um retro studios has been probably working on this for a while as we haven't heard from them since the original release of tropical freeze so that's like what four years or so Mm -hmm. um and people are saying there's gonna be full boss battles it's going to use obviously the star fox lore and they're gonna bring it into i guess they're gonna you're gonna use your r-wing and everything um, but it's going to be like a big racing adventure style game. And then other people are saying that this is like the best looking game they've seen on the switch. Like in terms of visuals. That's that's hard for me to believe. So, well, I mean, retro studios has been pretty good. If, I mean, look at all their releases in the past. Um, oh yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not crapping on them. I'm just saying breath of the wild and Mario while stylized are crazy mm-hmm. powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're going to see, I think it's going to be, I think it it has to have something to do with the art style. Um, Because when I look at that, I say, okay, retro studios, when you look at Metroid prime on the GameCube, you could almost convince somebody if you put it through the component cables that that is a 360 game. Yep. That's that's what I said in my video about it. Because when I recorded it, it looks just like a launch game for the 360. Yeah. And it's like, that's a retro studios game that came out not er kind of early in the GameCube's life. Um, but that's a retro studios game. And then you look at something like tropical freeze. That's a good looking game. Like if you really mm-hmm. zoom in on everything, that that's a good looking game. And a lot of that has to do with the art style. So I, I look at that and I say, okay, retro studios can design an art style around a system. Even if it's not the most powerful system in the world, they can still make it look like it is. So I'm looking at that. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. They could be doing some interesting, maybe realistic cell shading looks to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they are always really good with performance. Metroid Prime was like, what, 60 frames per second straight up. Uh, we saw it with uh, Tropical Freeze, 60 frames per second straight up, very minimal hitches. So I think they might get some legitimate performance out of this too. Uh, they've probably had a while that they've been able to work on this thing. So I'm hoping when they do show it, because some people are saying it's going to be the best looking game on the Switch um, in the background right now. I'm hoping it does come out and it looks really good. What I really want it though is that it comes out and it surprises people because there are a lot of people who are really down on this idea and we haven't even seen it yet so I mean, what do you guys think the thing of it is is like when you first f- first and foremost like like i said in my video about star fox everyone has this mythical freaking idea mm-hmm. i want a traditional star fox game well, what the fuck is a traditional Star Fox game? Because whenever somebody says a traditional Star Fox game, they're referring to uh, Star Fox or Star Fox 64 because every other Star Fox game has literally been completely different than that. Star Fox mm-hmm. Command, Star Fox 2, Star Fox Assault, Star Fox Adventures. Uh, like, they're completely different. And I mean, essentially, Star Fox uh, Zero was uh, different in the sense of the controller thing. Like, there is no such thing as a traditional Star Fox game. People just sort of resonate with those two games because of a bit of nostalgia and because of just how good those games were. But if you think about it, if you take a level from one of those traditional, quote-unquote, Star Fox games and 
you think of how long it is. It's not a very long levels are not very long in that game. The whole point of the game is to explore the different branching paths. But if you treat one of those levels sort of like a quote unquote racetrack, like it's it, it sort of starts to make sense. And if you put it into the the sphere of like you know, if are, are there going to be like land cruisers and stuff with planes going and stuff like that, it's actually very interesting. And Star Fox games always look really good. I mean, Star Fox was originally known for having the FX chip. Star Fox 64, one of the best looking games. I don't give a damn what anyone says. Star Fox Zero, you might have hated the controls and yeah, whatnot, but it was, a, yeah. it was a beautiful game. Like, Star Fox games always look good. Star Fox Adventure, like, that game still looks great. So, if you couple that in, like, I think it has a lot of potential. Like, the traditional Star Fox genre, whatever it is, the on-rail shooter thing, I don't really think it would necessarily work that well anymore. So to take it in a different direction, I am curious. I'm curious. I think it. I, I think it's way too soon to write it off, especially considering we don't even know if it's true. I'm pretty sure it is true, but we, you know, still no confirmation. We still haven't seen anything from the game. But yeah, like I think it, uh, on paper it sounds weird, but so did Mario Rabbids. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, Mario Rabbids, people looked at that and they were like, what? What? And it came out and it was a it was a solid game. It was. Who would have thought Rabbids and Mario with a with a, a tactics-based game? I'm still I'm really in the camp of I'm just I'm personally disappointed. Like I'm I'm just putting my cards out. You are dead right, Sean. Like a million percent correct in that Star Fox is not one genre. It is a flexible franchise. It manages to fit into several subjects. And while it doesn't really excel at some of the other things like Star Fox Command. They all tried and did succeed in their own way. I guess it's that I grew up playing so many millions of hours of Star Fox and Star Fox 64, and I see that they are the highest selling entries in the series. So deep down, I've always kind of expected they would eventually go back. So to hear confirmation that we are getting another Star Fox and it's going to be Star Fox Kart, it breaks my heart in a way. So it's not like I'm not mad at the studio. The game is going to be awesome. It's one of the things where I'm like, but make the game I imagined. Like, I realize that I am incorrect in my assumptions. I think the other issue is a lot of people heard about this game and then they attached racing to it. And I think they looked at racing like Need for Speed or something like that. It's also very possible that it's it's not necessarily a traditional racing game because they say there are enemies on there in front of you while you're going. I mean, if you really look at Star Fox and actually like like what it actually is, you have a start point, you have an end point, and then you just go like Sean said on rails. It's, it's kind of close to just like actual drag racing or something to a degree. Just you don't actually race against other people. So I'm curious to see how it actually comes out and if it actually feels like a racing game or if it just happens to, I guess that's the best way people can describe it right now is mm -hmm. a racing game. I mean, if you're, you're doing laps and stuff and they're counting them, then yeah, that, that's a racing well, game. And and that's what Grand Prix means. That's why if the Grand Prix title is correct. Grand Prix is a word mean is literally meaning track race. So if, if it is really called Grand Prix, I'm expecting right. yeah. tight tracks. Yeah. Cause it could be called something else completely for all we know. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be, that'll be interesting. Cause they, apparently there are bosses and there are people, I guess you're, you're going against and everything. And it's gonna have a hub world where it's like Diddy Kong racing and stuff, or you don't mm. just like go through a menu and pick stuff. You actually like drive around, maybe even get out of your car and walk or something. Your art, our, your R wing. Oh God, please. No, please. No, <laughs> this is so slow. Uh, so, well, that's the thing we're going to, we're going to see. I also, I also thought about it a little bit. What if this was a good way for them to bring F zero and star Fox together since they've always been hinted at as being in the same universe. But I mean, the thing of it is with F zero, it's like, who do you assimilate it with the captain Falcon? And then like, who else? Like there's, there, there are characters. I mean, there was a ton of characters in the F zero, 
um, on the GameCube, but I don't know. None of the characters just really made a difference to me. I was going to say evil Captain Falcon. <laughs> like, like there was so many characters in that in that game, and it was just like I don't give a shit about any of these. Yep, people. I forgot every single one of them <laughs> except Captain Falcon, and that's just because they keep putting him in Smash. I honestly yeah. think if they didn't put Captain Falcon in Smash for all these years, that no one would even you know give a shit about F Zero. Yeah. Like F Zero is great. Don't get me wrong, but I, I don't know. Like I don't. I would like to see it. Like I wouldn't be against seeing it, but I don't. I don't understand why so many people have this crazy attachment to it, especially when Fast RMX is essentially like F Zero with elements of Wipeout. It's like you have that game. It's not even a sixty dollars game. It's one of the best looking games on the Switch, and it happens to be an indie game. Like play that. It's fun. My question is: Would would F Zero be able to exist nowadays as a sixty dollars game? Hell no. Um, or would um, they have to really mess around with that formula it, to get it there? They would either need like a ton of stuff involved yeah. in it. Like, I would be honest, of stuff you wouldn't expect. I don't, I don't know if Star Fox in its traditional format could get there either. Like they would have to really add a lot of stuff to that I, game. I think that's what Sean said in his video, didn't you say, yeah. Sean? Of like, if yeah. uh, that, that Star Fox is made to be beaten in like two hours, and you beat it over and over again, and that's the fun. And if you sold somebody a two-hour game for sixty dollars, people are like, "This, you can't do that now." Yeah, yeah. I mean, they at least have a good studio on it, and that's why I'm I'm holding out hope that it's going to be good, and I'm going to wait till I actually see it. Uh, but I understand why there's reservation around it. You're hearing Star Fox and racing, although which game was it? Was it at the end of command where they actually leave off the, 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 I guess the story with them about to actually race. Yeah. So it seems like, I mean, the story was heading there. It, um, it's it's going to be interesting because I feel like we're about to get from some of the rumblings I've heard. I think we're, we're going to be getting uh star Fox racing, the new star or sorry, not star Fox, the new uh, Sega transform racing game is going to be out before the end of the year. So I think we're going to have possibly two big cart racers in the next 12 months, which uh, I know some people have been stating like it's been a long time since Mario Kart 8 came out. It's going to be really weird to get two giant new kart racers at once again. It'd be nice. I think that's I think that's the biggest problem though is I can't see just Star Fox as it was or F Zero as it was as sixty dollars games. And I feel like Nintendo even feels like they have to do something to it to change it up and make it feel more, I guess, feature packed. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't even know if I could see. I guess with what they're describing with star Fox grand prix as being a $6 game, but I have to see, I guess what they add to it and what it, cause all we know is just the, the genre and then some hearsay about how it plays. Mm-hmm. Um, for all I know, it could be like this, you know, this, this game that takes 20 hours to beat or something. Um, it'd be weird if it actually has a great story i'll be honest i'll be the <laughs> first to admit i was wrong if the story is actually and like crystal it turns out that my love for you is strengthened by the zombie space wars I'm like yeah this is awesome <laughs> I mean that you never know. I mean, there's a lot of stuff we don't know. Um, they could have, I don't. They could, ha- they could have ways to customize levels and share them online, like a Mario Maker with tracks. Yeah, the universe um, itself could be an open universe. It could be like the Burnout Paradise of racing games and Star Fox. Yeah, there's just there's so much we don't know about it. Um, but uh, I mean, we'll have to see. I just the idea I think hit a lot of people hard. Like I think it really hit people, and they were like, "What? The racing Star Fox?" I think it was also. People were a little deflated by it too, I think, because there are a lot of high hopes for Retro Studios and what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And they hear Star Fox racing, they don't like that. Then they hear Retro Studios doing it, and now they really don't like it. Well, especially um, because remember the what was the leak that came out like three to six months ago, where they're like Retro Studios said like a listing of like we're working on a, a a big space game. If it turns out the space game is racing in space, people are gonna be like, what? 
<laughs> I, I I do like the. Here's the thing, though. I do think Retro Studios would take care of the Star Fox IP. Like, I don't think they would leave it out to dry or anything or do something really. Like, I feel like they would at least take care of that IP. Um, mm-hmm. I like to hope they would. They they've done. I don't. I do I do hear this a lot, and I've thought about it more and more. As I mean, people say Retro Studios never made a bad game, and I really I thought about it. And I'm like, I don't. I think they're right. I can't really think of anything they've made that's actually bad, other than obviously they've made games that have been canceled that we'll never know of. Um, I don't know. I've, I've never heard of a bad game that they've made, so I guess I should at least give them, you know, the benefit of the doubt for now. Uh, Frenzied Chaos, this is their hope for a Star Fox Assault 2. Well, it sounds like if this racing Grand Prix rumor is correct, I, I guess not. I guess Star Fox is, at least for now, going to be known as a racing adventure open world style game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you never know if it does well. I mean, Nintendo has no problem taking their IPs and stretching them out in all kinds of things. I mean, look at Mario. <laughs> he does everything. Um, so that's uh, that's way. Speaking of which, is everyone, I sh- I sh- we should transition to this, actually, because this is fun. Is everyone getting Mario Tennis? Yep. Yep. Uh, 90% chance no, but I will, I will play the demo with an open mind. Even as the normal stuff about the story is coming out and it looks good, man, does it not for me. Oh, you don't like you don't like like tennis games or anything? Um, I like uh, Virtua Tennis on the Dreamcast. Okay. You can actually play it with the Dreamcast fishing rod for motion controls, and uh, that's the only tennis game I'll ever need in my life. Wow, interesting. So you didn't, you didn't play it on the GameCube? Uh, I own it. I don't think I've ever played Ooh, it. What? That game is outstanding. I um, I hear that. Man, I don't know. It's it's a little bit too much for me. It's just uh, it's oh, yeah, there's no appeal to me. Charlie Gilchrist says uh, Retro worked on Mario Kart 7. That's right. They did yeah, help they with did. some of that. That's right. Yep. Yeah, they helped with parts. Like they were like, I think I think OJ was telling me at one point that they helped with like the underwater levels and stuff, like parts of the underwater levels. Um, uh, no, I, I'm playing. I'm, I'm all in Mario Tennis. But I love Mario Tennis. The Wii U one was was terrible. <laughs> I don't even know what happened there. Uh, who was that? Was that Camelot who made that? Sean? Yes. Yes. What, I don't, do, did anyone ever figure out what happened there? Did they like fall asleep at the wheel for that game or something? I think they just crapped out a game to put something out on the Wii U. You think they just like like put the white flag up literally with their logo yeah. because yeah. because they were like, oh no, the Wii U. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. this one looks at least more feature packed so far from what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. It um, looks better. Every, everything about it. It looks a lot more interesting. It looks more like a Mario sports game than Mario Tennis on the Wii U did, which was just like a tennis game that had mario characters my yeah my buddy uh fanta finds he he reviewed it and he said that it had like nothing he said that nintendo sent it to him and he said it had like basic arcade mode no online functionality he told me it had like nothing yeah this one apparently has like full tournament modes online and everything and uh the the adventure mode that they showed which actually looked kind of cool from what they were showing it was more than obviously we have with the wii u um but it still it didn't look quite like it was um it didn't it didn't look like it was like the the game boy games have mm-hmm. you guys played those at all i i did and i liked those but i i also liked them because they were kind of primitive i kind of like that the that sort of like forced 16-bit style is really cool to me yeah it's like it's like an rpg though it was kind of cool so i was like i was hoping that's the, it, it still might be there i mean remember when arms was coming out like three weeks before they started all of a sudden told us about all the stuff that was going to be in it so it's possible that there's still more out there apparently the demo that's coming out is going to have an offline component to it as well. So you can yep. play it offline against CPU opponents, which is cool. Um, but I am going to be downloading, of course. I think mo- pretty much everyone will. Yeah, why, uh, just, why not? Right? Yeah, right. Why not? Um, but I, I, I like the tennis games. Uh, Evan, I know you like them because they're almost wind jammers. If you really look at it. They're quality um, battle games. I can't wait to play it. 
Yeah. So Mario Tennis is fun. I loved it on the GameCube, and that's kind of the last one I really liked. Um, we played that. We played Mario Strikers all day. Yeah. Um, so that was it. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'll be picking that one up. Uh, that's out June. End of June, actually. Man, end of June is getting kind of packed, actually. End of June is ridiculous. Uh, end of, you got Ease 8. You got Wolfenstein. You got Crash Bandicoot. You got Mario Tennis. Mm-hmm. Man, I have a I have an inkling that Wolfenstein is going to freaking blow up. I have a feeling the Switch community is going to fucking crush What's it. What's interesting is it's um if it does do well on the Switch, that might be the system that sells the most copies. Because it yes, did not, it yeah. didn't do well in the other. It didn't do yeah. well at all in the Xbox, which is weird. That's that's a community that should have like bought the most copies of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just it came out a bad time. Even if you had a, a, a PS4 and Xbox One, um, you probably siphoned some of that money to something like Mario or even Assassin's Creed. Because Mario obviously sold what nine million copies in two months. Um, Assassin's Creed did really well. It it was yeah. Well, the problem is so that game was great, and I so I reviewed the game and I gave it a, a I think I gave it a nine point five out of ten. I gave it to one of my favorite games of last year. It was so freaking good, uh, and I remember the whole comment section is like, as soon as I get more money, I'm gonna come back to this because so many people that month just bought every other major game. When it came to that, it was just the bottom of the list, so it yeah. really got hurt. I uh, yeah, I have it on the Xbox One X. It looks great in 4K, by the way. It even um, works well with FreeSync. If you have a FreeSync monitor, it works really well with that. Um, it, uh, it looks good though. It looks good on a, on a 4k system and everything. The frame rate's good, but yeah, that's a good game. It is. And I hope, I hope you're right, Max. I hope people do buy into it on the switch. Um, because that, that game should have done better. I mean, that's one of the games that actually pushed hard for a single player, all offline single player. You know, didn't try to force in multiplayer or anything crazy like that. It, it has a heavy, very good story. It is a story is it's, it's the most grown-up shooter I've ever played in my life, which is kind of why I thought it would sell well, is I thought that there was an audience for that. So seeing it practically bomb is kind of what shocked me. So I'm, I'm very curious if... I feel like a lot of Switch owners are adults, and this is like a good time for them to stand up and kind of put their money where their mouth is and, and show that there is an audience for this. Oh, I, I didn't even... Uh, Aaron Lane actually pointed that out too, Sean. Uh, NES Classic returns June 29th also. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> I got to pre-order that this time. I'm not screwing up. You are. You are getting it. Okay, cool, cool. Well, because, you know, the first one, I got my first one from Nintendo, and uh, my friend's kid could not find one anywhere when they came out. So we, I took my original one from Nintendo and wrapped it up so we, that kid could get it for Christmas. And oh, so I throw mine I, around all the time. Now I feel like a jerk. Yeah, well, in that, I because I just thought they'd be on store shelves again. You know, it's one of those things where I could not imagine that it'd be like a single like a uh, rush item. So at the time, I was like, yeah, of course I'll give it to your son. I'll just buy another one when they come out. And now they've disappeared for two years. Oh man, the uh, the Super Nintendo Classic was a lot easier to find, and internally it's the exact same board. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's going to be easier to find the NES Classic. At least I'm hoping because the same board, they just change the plastics in the operating system and mm-hmm. ship it out. So um, it's a cool little. I like the little little NES Classic. I like the Super Nintendo one more, but that's that's me personal preference. Um, I am building a uh, Raspberry Pi. I think tomorrow though, with a really sweet looking case. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, did I did you see? I just tweeted a picture. A buddy of mine's in town from Houston right now, and he uh, he brought a, a Raspberry Pi that he made for retro gaming, and it's in an SNES Classic Edition Ooh, case. Is that so? so? It is looks that... like a tiny Super Nintendo. You, that do you guys got... want to see a uh, the upgraded version of the case that you put up on Twitter, Max? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll grab this. People on Spawncast get a sneak peek of the video that's going up tomorrow. I guess. Let me mm, grab nice. that. It's it's a. 
the whole retro pie thing is much cooler than I thought it was going to be. It's one of those things where when people told me like it's a it's a box with thousands of emulators and millions of games, it's cool. But finally getting to actually play it, uh, it runs really well. Uh, it, it's quality. It actually is kind of useful for people who like to build uh, those standing arcade systems because you can just use that fight sticks and a monitor and you're just good. That's what my buddy told me. He said there's a bar down in Houston that actually just has those. So yeah. You like go into this bar and they just have retro pie arcade machines. I'd never even heard of that. I was like, that sounds legit. Because back in the day, it was a uh, modified Xboxes with the coin op system. Yeah. It was actually a thing. Uh, people would modify them and then send them to places like that that would just have hundreds of arcade consoles stand up with the coin op system. Leo, uh, Leo Aguilar asked if I ever fixed my original Switch. Actually, the part is at the post office right now because from China, I have to go and sign for it. Um, but I'll do that on Monday and go pick that part up, and then we're going to work on it. So this is the thing I got. It's a uh, it's a Super Nintendo, little Super Nintendo Mini, right, Max? Like the one that you that you uh, were using? Yeah. But the power button works. The reset cool. button works. USB ports on the front, mm -hmm. fan inside, and it screws together. So it actually has like fully working power button yeah. reset buttons and everything. And it has USB ports on the front for controllers. So I don't have to plug them into the side. They're actually USB extenders that run off of the Raspberry Pi board. That's so awesome. Yeah, that's definitely better. Um, the one my friend has is definitely like, it's definitely just a mold of a Super Nintendo that they hollowed out and put all the hardware inside of. No, this is this is the one that I actually found online. And it's, it's on Amazon, so it's really easy to get. Um, and it, it's very, very easy to use. But I liked it because it actually has the ability to work correctly. Like, I it, might like power button and everything. So I'll have that video up. Um, and it's me. I, there's even um, a starter kit that I found that makes it super easy for people who want to do it because you just order the starter kit for the Raspberry Pi. And you don't have to worry about the power adapter, the SD card. You don't have to worry about any of that. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I don't know. I, uh, I'm thinking about building one. My buddy said he built his for about 120. I really want to put one together. Oh, yeah. Who you call? Uh, uh, Cas Castlemania Games is in there with $2 saying... Nick of HD Retrovision does not own a Sega. Is that like a new? Is that like a thing online, Sean? That's going on. Yeah, he doesn't own a Sega CD. Like, how do you not own a <laughs> Sega CD? And you're like this hardcore retro guy who's always making, who literally makes cables to output in the cleanest 240p image possible. <laughs> you don't own a Sega CD. Like that's so bizarre. I on top of the shelf, I have three Sega CDs. Uh, I just want him to know that. Do you have um, Sean? Do you have your uh, some kind of link you can drop for Castlevania games in the uh, in the chat since you're a mod? Can do. Um, can you drop that in there for me? Check out Castlevania games there. He there. That's the place that uh, actually, I think send sends it to everybody, right? Including you, Max. Yeah, I just put up somebody? my video. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the GC, the GCHD. I think mine's right here. Yeah. So they're uh, they're they're taking care of everybody here to do reviews and stuff. So make sure you check them out. Uh, Sean is dropping that link in the chat for anybody. So they have like a lot of stuff that will make your retro consoles look a lot better on your TV, including. The people ask me all the time, and I keep sending them there, but they ask me where that uh, GameCube HDMI adapter is coming from. That's the place. So um, check it out there. Definitely. Max did a great review on it, obviously, and I keep posting on Twitter about it. So <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to make my review really unfair. I think my favorite part of my the review I did is I compared the GameCube version of uh, Resident Evil 4 with the, the HDMI cable versus the PS4 version of Resident Evil 4. And... Uh, it's surprisingly close. I mean, cleaned up GameCube looks really freaking crisp. Isn't it crazy how far ahead of its time that system is for some of the visuals it puts out? Yeah. It's crazy.
Yeah, I remember that was back in the day. I remember uh, my buddy who modded Xboxes actually learned how to disassemble all the stuff of the PlayStation 2 to figure out how it worked. And then he disassembled a GameCube and he said, we'll never be able to emulate the GameCube for years and years and years because it just the discs spin too fast and the graphics power is too high. And so I thought that was so interesting that it's the smallest console, but the power is powerful. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The, the original Xbox looks amazing through that HDMI cable that I still don't have. Mm -hmm. uh, and I want to get one. Um, but they're they're hard to find. I, who you call it? Um, Thanks, Metal Jesus. Metal Jesus did a really good video on that, and that looked clean. Wow, that looked really good. The uh, the, the picture it put out, sanity. Um, so uh, we're done with I guess the 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 Star Fox rumors. Talk about Mario Tennis. So let's talk. Oh man, every this is this is fun. Uh, Black Ops Four. Black Ooh, Ops yeah. Four. Black Ops Four. Um, Evan, did you see anything about Black Ops Four? Looked at a little bit of it, but it's Call of Duty, so I really can't bring myself to care. I know it's currently up on the Blizzard uh, launcher, though. It's Battle.net, man. It's not going to Steam, it looks like. No, yeah. Well, that's how they get all their money. They're not giving the 30% to Steam or Valve. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, so Black Ops, yeah, yeah, Valve, uh, basically all the companies, they take 30%. Um, and that's why, obviously, you see things like the uh, when they can, they Ubisoft has their own launcher. Uh, EA has their own launcher. Um, who else has their own launcher, Evan? There's even know. other no. There's even side launchers that the companies don't own, like uh, what good old games. Yeah, yeah Gog has one, and I, does, I think Devolver Digital is experimenting with one. Yeah. yeah. So nobody really wants to give Steam that money, <laughs> and some even call it archaic uh, that Steam still takes thirty percent. Yeah. What are they? Um, YouTube trying to take our money? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the difference between good old games and Steam is that Steam actually provides upright servers for companies that want them and stuff like that. So there's uh, yeah. there's levels to it that are worth it but then of course there's always that stuff where it's like eh, we don't really need it yeah but they still take the 30 percent no matter what so yep. um they have a really hard time managing their own like service it's very weird everyone does at this point once the service blows up as much as it is i mean we're commenting all the time on how nintendo can't seem to handle their e-shop but yep. what do they do to handle it they're gonna have to add filters what do the filters do they block out some games then you're gonna get annoyed that some games are blocked out it's gonna end up the same way as steam it's just as time progresses it just becomes that well yeah steam is just way more open than a lot of them so it gets hit even harder i think like 30 yeah. games come out a day or something like that yeah. it used uh, to not be that way either and yeah. everyone complained that it wasn't as open so they were like fine and they opened the floodgate now they have to deal with it and it sucks it's, it's <laughs> yeah. the angry parent being like now oh you want a cigarette you have to smoke every cigarette so black ops 4 is not coming to steam it's sticking on battle.net which i thought more people would be annoyed about that but i actually a lot of people weren't i was a little surprised mm -hmm. other people have been like i gotta get another launcher maybe just everybody has it because of overwatch already so they don't care yeah even i have it i don't <laughs> hardly ever pc game yeah well between overwatch and what else uh world of warcraft and all De that stuff De destiny was on uh, there. diablo that was, destiny yeah. that was, it was a big deal in it starcraft yeah so who who actually uh who actually really cares i guess i thought people would be more annoyed sounds like Beanox is working on it so it's gonna have its own company i guess working uh on it rather than just port the console version which was always annoying from uh from these developers doing that uh like they showed like full field of view um where they had big widescreen monitors and they could see all around them and stuff so they are doing a lot of features there uh but man <laughs> so the biggest thing people were annoyed about there is no offline traditional campaign boo like none it, it sounds like so they mentioned it very briefly did you guys watch the reveal event at all yeah every yeah. second of it so i streamed it and i think there are over two thousand people there with me and uh, everybody missed the announcement when they said there would be no 
offline traditional campaign because they said it so fast (laughs) it's the last sentence he says we're moving away from a traditional campaign because we're giving you more options it's like super it's like weaving we're weaving narrative into all of them or something like that i was like oh man this isn't good and then and then uh you know the 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 hardcore call of duty fans are excited because the multiplayer although is it just me or did that multiplayer look very similar to black ops 3 it looked it, literally like Black Ops 3 it, without the jumping anti-gravity shit. It did. I do think the maps are dramatically better. I, I watched back to a lot of the stuff. The mm-hmm. maps in Black Ops 3 were so cookie cutter. Like some of them literally look like remixes of previous stuff. This actually looks like completely new environments, new textures. Like, okay, it looks like it looks like it was made by people who cared and had less of a deadline this time. Okay. Okay. Is that, you think that has to do with um, them not doing the campaign? You think? Yes. I, do okay. think, I honestly think it was the fact that instead of having your texture mapping people trying to build levels and particle effects for planes exploding in the air, having just the full three years to just make maps, I think that did help them. Like I'm still not a fan of this, but I think mm. that is definitely a benefit. So uh, zombies is there as well. Uh, it seems like they went a little, crazy with the zombie stuff like a little off the wall yeah maybe, maybe <laughs> uh, i like that much. i like it because it's mm-hmm. it's different but uh three maps mm-hmm. three three maps <laughs> for zombies it doesn't seem like a, a lot well, but, i don't know the, the maps that... are humongous and okay. uh, have you played it before so basically you start in the middle of the map and then basically you buy your way to slowly expand the map and every time you play the game it's like mm. it's you spend an hour per playthrough and you kind of build out and explore so they're almost branching paths to mm. each map. So there being three different maps is basically saying, I mean, you can spend a month on each map easily. So yeah, they made a big deal about it being boots on the ground is how they kept, they kept saying that over and over again. Um, yeah, all that like a game. lot. Uh, they, yeah, <laughs> well, they used it correctly. I think last year because mm-hmm. they didn't keep any of the futuristic stuff in it at all and went completely backwards in time basically. But mm-hmm. this, in this case, all they really did was remove the anti-gravity stuff like boost jumping, wall running, that kind of stuff's not there anymore. Uh, Thank and- God. Nintendo Direct uh, dropped four ninety nine and said, "Of all the Nintendo E three rumors, which do you wish to be actually fruition? I guess actually true. Um, of all the E three rumors, uh, this is easy uh, for me. Skate four. I know that's not. I know. I know that that image isn't correct. I know people found it. It's not." Somebody just photoshopped it. But the fact that I keep hearing about Skate 4 in the background from other people, I hope that's a, a thing. Although EA's doing it. So, you know, I can buy my trucks, my wheels, and everything else in the really cool looking exploding loot boxes they'll get them out of. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I hope Skate 4 is a thing. What about you guys? Um, I'm looking at the, the lease real quick of some of the stuff that I saw that I, I did kind of believe. Um, Fallout 3 anniversary. For Switch? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, that that I believe. I've heard some sort of confirmation that makes me believe that's real. Of all the pie in the sky leaks, is I saw some sort of leak that we might be getting a Link's Awakening uh, remake. Yeah. Uh, reveal trailer. Was yeah. it? Was it 3D upgrade? And, yeah. and I think I've told you all, like, Link's Awakening is actually one of my favorite Zeldas of all time. It's probably my second or third favorite Zelda of all time. Yeah. So yeah. I to see that come back, even if it is, uh, did y'all play? I guess it was two years ago. We got that remake of... Uh, Final Fantasy Adventure, and it was called, they called it the Adventure of Mana, and it was just a straight remake. It still had the same glitches, but they just gave it a new coat of paint. I'd be okay even if it was just that, of like, let's put 3D graphics on the original 2D game. I'd still be happy. Sock on 10 is like breaking your dreams there, Max. They're going to announce it, and it's going to be on the 3DS. Oh my god. (laughs) If that happens, I'm going to, I'm going to buy it, but I'm going to buy it third party so they don't get my money. (laughs) I I do feel like that will be a third party game. 
Um, I mean, a, a 3DS game, sorry. I mean, yeah. you're you're probably right, but let's not take turns peeing in my eyes here, please. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about Evan? What do you got it for us, Evan? What for the rumors? I mean, nothing just, really. Just in general, out. anything, anything, any three. Um, anything at E3 all I'm looking forward to at this point is hearing anything about cyberpunk that's it and they're going to be there and it should be awesome they're so. going to I think they're having behind the behind doors like closed doors meetings and stuff for that like they're going to talk to a lot of people behind the behind the scenes um, so I don't know if we'll see gameplay there I'd like to think we would I just I want people to confirm some of the things because it's been years since the interview where the head of it told everyone like we want to put this in it. We want to expand how RPGs work in this fashion. We want to add this function to it because this is going to be the first CD Projekt Red game where we don't have a character that pre-exists that has a pre-existing story that people will tell you to your face like you did this before you died and then came back. So this is going to be you. How are they going to make that a thing? Because that's always been the best part about the Witcher series was feeling like you were part of a world even before playing it. So can they figure that out in a game where you make your character? It takes them a long time to make a game. I will say. I mean, they're basically feeling themselves at this point a little on Gwent and then just the fact that it's not as expensive over there to. Yeah, they could take their time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oh, there you go. Uh, Lazis online says uh, Overwatch, Rainbow Six Siege, Counter-Strike all follow the same model as Black Ops 4. Most people have played these games. Outraged, just be outraged. Uh, Battle.net launcher equals serious. Anti-cheat equals serious uh, competition scene. Yeah, mm, very true. Of. The anti-cheat only goes so far. Most of those games have had cheaters in them. So, mm-hmm. like, it, it's a big I, business. I, I, that, I guess it's because they can, they can control it a little more, though, right, if it's through their launcher, I guess. A bit, yeah, there's aspects to it that are actually really good with phone integration, which is oh. fun. Not just on Destiny. Destiny was garbage. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> but... Like with uh, World of Warcraft, at least, you can talk in your guild chat on there. You can actually manage the auction house and all your stuff on there through your inventory from your phone. So, like, there's mm. function to it that could be interesting. And it, no one no one said anything about the Resident Evil 2 remake. That's because my dreams People are People are dead. saying that in the chat, too. Yeah. I, I'm a little surprised nobody mentioned that. That's actually something we might see because Capcom is talking about another game that's coming out this fiscal year that is unnamed. God. Um, I, same, same, with, uh, same with Ubisoft. Ubisoft says an unannounced triple a game is going to be at e3 that's probably uh, splinter cell mm-hmm. of course oh, it is yeah brian uh says i hope the gta 5 and i isle delfino dlc is true i think gta 5 is i think it's going to get announced there's been mm-hmm. too many people talk about that um for it not to be uh so cool all right at black we're still in black ops 4 um battle royale mode is, is finding its way in mm-hmm. is anyone actually surprised that that rumor turned out to be true i i don't think anyone's really surprised no, right no not surprised it's um i find it very worrying that they were so forthcoming with every ounce of gameplay they could possibly muster except for <laughs> battle the L mode well they, that, they didn't do any gameplay for zombies either uh but what they showed was was clearly a representation yeah, it, it was it was an engine showing different elements of what will probably be the final gameplay but what they showed for Blacklist was literally just a weird cutscene, like z- not even a model on a map. Really, you keep calling it Blacklist. You did the same thing in your video too. Isn't that what it's called? <laughs> blackout, <laughs> I think. Black, blackout. Blackout. I haven't <laughs> even watched the full trailer. I got it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Complete, please go to the comment section and hit that dislike button. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, they didn't. You're right, Max. They didn't show anything for Blackout. They didn't even detail, and they just said it's going to go through what, like, uh, ten years or whatever of black of Black Ops or something, right? Yeah, they kept saying it, that, and it just showed the weird character models, and it showed like, I thought it was really weird 
it was really weird in general. The fact that they showed like they start out zoomed in on the skyscraper and they zoom out of the skyscraper and it shows a helicopter and then it shows a convoy. And at the very end, they lift up the view and it highlights a couple small like huts off in the background. It's like, how big is this map? And then they purposely chose the smallest Call of Duty map ever, Nuketown, and said it's 1200 times bigger than Nuketown. It's like, yeah, yeah so is my house. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I know they said that. I was like, what? Yeah, but they didn't say anything about player count. Nothing. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't I didn't hear anything. I watched it like three times just to see if I missed it. Yeah. Uh, and that's a little concerning because we have games that are much lower budgeted doing 100 people. What happens if this comes out and it's like 30 people? At, at, the end of, at the end of the day, the size of the amount of players in the pool almost doesn't matter as long as the map feels right for that amount of people. Like it has to. I would say Darwin Project disagrees. Darwin Project is bleeding people right now yeah, because a ten person a ten person map. That's a good battle royale game and a good map, but ten people is just not enough. But what, it's uh, like, yeah, yeah, but what if um I mean this is a triple A studio, which means they have a lot of money. They they completely threw away the single player campaign to spend specifically, as they said, time on this battle royale mode. Shouldn't they show up to tables <laughs> with more than a hundred people because they should be pushing the envelope for this genre? I. I would love that. Imagine if they decided to change it up and people progressively dropped in. Like imagine if it starts off like 50 people airdropping in and every 20 minutes, another 50 people drop in. And so it's not just last man standing, but person who can survive longest. Like, I feel like if they were actually not call of duty and wanted to be innovative, that's what they do. But instead I'm sure they're from the final leaks that I'm still reading even now it sounds like 30 people are currently oh. shootable on the map at once. Like there's, the numbers I've no heard way. is 30 people playable at once. Like there's no way. Because Battlefield, if Battlefield does Battle Royale, you can you better believe they're getting to 100 people. They already do what 64 people in their normal games. Yeah, and it's butter. It runs like yeah. butter with 64 people, grenades going off, planes crashing, perfectly. I runs. just I feel oh, man, I like I think Battlefield is going to be the better game this year based on what we've seen Call of Duty. We're gonna see Battlefield, by the way, on the 23rd. Okay, mm -hmm. there's gonna be a whole thing. I just I feel like based on what I think they can do, and the only problem with Battlefield is that EA is behind it. So you know there's gonna be some some tomfoolery in there, right? Yeah. So it's like I mean, they're both these kind of companies activated. People people forgot how bad Call of Duty WW2 was when it came to loot boxes. <laughs> people forgot yeah. because Battle Battlefront 2 was just so bad. Um, yeah, that's right. Mag did have 256 players, but Mag was weird. But it was, split. Split. it was split. It was instanced. Yeah. yeah, they split people up. Um, that was the thing. Uh, but I think Battlefield is going to be able to get 100 people, maybe even more. I would love to see them show up and say, you know, Call of Duty is 30. We have 130. You know, something like that. Dude, um, that, that would be the ultimate mic trap. Like, by the way, also suck my controller. No. Yeah, <laughs> like, but that, that. I mean, that could. I mean, Crazy Justice is coming out. How many people does that have in a map? Is it? 80? I, I can't remember. There's it's it's more than 30. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You could say it's it's double COD. And that's a small studio. They went to Fig to do their game. Mm -hmm. Like what what? I mean, I don't know if it's the, the engine they're running on or I don't know. They're they're but, also I don't they're also a, a foreign company. They're not, I don't think they're based in, in the States. I think yeah. they're somewhere else. But I mean I know Call of Duty was like running on an older engine and everything. And it's like, I don't know if they're hitting the limitations of that engine or what, but um, it's going to come out. It's going to sell well. Like let's, let's oh. not pretend it's not going to sell well. Um, I you know. still stand by, I've been making this prediction for like six months now and I stand by this and I guarantee I'm going to be right. 
it is not going to sell as much as Call of Duty World War II. I'm going to stand Ooh. by that. And they're going to make excuses. They're going to try <laughs> and it, but it's not going to sell as well as Call of Duty. I th I'm still saying, I'll even extend that and double down and say, I think Call of Duty World War II is going to be the last Call of Duty that sells that good. I think we're kind of on the downslope. As long as it... um. As long as it sells better than Infinite Warfare, they can say it's not the worst selling. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, Agent Cueto actually dropped uh, twenty ninety nine in the in the in the super chat saying, uh, "Rip <laughs> Best Buy Gamers Club." Uh, yes, yeah. yes, that was the next topic. Actually, it's tragic to hear about that, but I guess it's too good of an offer to get every time for thirty dollars for two years. At least people who still have it can benefit from it. Rip subscription in September twenty nineteen for me. Yeah, I guess they didn't let you see. I guess if you knew about that happening, you could technically have gone there and probably even re-upped it again real quick. Been like, I just want to re-up it real quick. But um, it was kind of done silently in the background. Um, any Very other silently? Yeah, we'll, we're actually gonna talk about that next. Any other thoughts on? call of duty uh concerns or anything going forward do you think this is finally battlefield's year to kind of run over call of duty it it run. is and and i think this is going to be the first uh call of duty in a long time like people always joke that call of duty uh gets nines and tens every single year from ig and GameSpot, despite the fact that the community gets madder and madder i think this is probably going to be the first year where we see a not like high-ranking call of duty i think it's gonna be the first one where even the reviewers are like eh. Yeah, did I, didn't I play this already? No. <laughs> um, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Sean? I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it either way to play it. But... I mean, I just I hope I hope they're very loose with the review codes so that I can get one for free because I don't want to buy that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cheap, damn it! Well, I'm cheap. They well, were pretty I, good about WW two. They threw those. Yeah, around. they were. I. I I, I dude, I, I'm gonna bet this now. I think they're gonna do a big paid streamer campaign first, where like two weeks before it comes out, they're probably gonna pay all the big streamers to play it, and they'll be transparent about it. It's not gonna be like like shysty. Right. And then I think they're gonna give it to all the reviewers to like let them all like start covering it. I think they're gonna try real hard to get this everybody talking about it, and I still don't think it's gonna work. The definitely they want people to talk about battle royale, which should have been some way I, I don't know do you think here's the other thing i thought about with battle royale with call of duty should this actually be part of any one call of duty or should it just be a continuous games as a service battle royale mode like fortnite is um that they sell separately from the call of duty series but still with the call of duty name on it <sighs> that's tough because honestly you always have to hark back to the fact that like battle royale games i, I honestly think I'll, I'll be the I'll be the dick to say it. I think battle royale <laughs> games are starting to uh, get sort of the tail end. I don't think oh, yeah? they're I don't I don't think they're 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 done per se. I think it's just you're going to see the whole the whole problem with any genre. I mean, look back to any popular genre: World War II shooters, um, first oh, person yeah. shooters in general. Um, oversaturation causes people to get tired of them and then everyone and their mother wants to do you know what the popular thing is and then it ends up dying out and i just feel like with games like call of duty you know it's starting to everything is starting to have battle royale stuff and it would work well in certain games but i just feel like we're getting we're already getting to that point of where everyone's trying to jump on the bandwagon, you know, the the Minecraft clones. You know, you saw a million different Minecraft clones. Where are they now? Well, Nowhere. My my theory is that this is going to be the new Horde mode. Remember when Horde mode came out in Gears of War 2 and everybody mm -hmm. tried to copy it? Yep. And some people did it well and some people didn't. But for like five years afterward, every game had it and you liked that mode. I think that's the way it's going to be is Battle Royale is probably going to be around for five years total. But I think you're right that we've hit the apex of it. 
of like Fortnite is going to stay big. I think PUBG is bleeding characters. I've looked at their numbers. Like people are quitting PUBG by the thousands per day. And I think new games are going to experiment with it. But I, I guarantee you Call of Duty 2020 isn't going to have it. Yeah, Austin John plays in the chat right now. What's up, Austin? Let's go, man. Um, yeah, I, it's it's going to be weird to see. I, I feel like, but here's the other thing, because they're going to keep coming out with different Call of Duties. And then what if a, a year just doesn't have Battle Royale? What if they go three years without a Battle Royale mode and it's up to Black Ops do it again? I, I yeah. just, I, I don't know. Call of Duty is just in such a weird place. Like, how many, how, how beneficial would it be for them to take a, a year off? Like you're, you'll still make hand over fist and money, you know, support the, the last year game, take a freaking year off well, and make a game. That's just, you know, and I know that there's different studios making it, but still, even those studios are getting burnt out of ideas and shit. It's just crazy. Well, did you see the, uh, this is some people were murmuring about this and it's real interesting. Did you look at the uh, Activision investor notes? Uh, they came out and were bragging about how much Call of Duty made, and then they did a big thing about like how much World of Warcraft is still making them, and they talked about like all the charity stuff they did through World of Warcraft. Then they talked about Overwatch, and what's interesting is they purposely did not mention Destiny at all. It was not on their earnings report in any way. So I think that now the people who are holding the dollars over at Activision won't let them take a, a year off with Call of Duty, even if it needs it. They're like, look, man, you gambled with Destiny and you lost. So that means you got to have double Call of Duty. Yeah, I wonder if they, they were hoping Destiny could be good enough to where that could hold it down if they did want to take a year off for Call of Duty. Because even, even Ubisoft look at things like Assassin's Creed and they were like, eh, maybe we need an extra year off for this. And then they, they started interchanging Watchdogs and Assassin's Creed, you know? Mm -hmm. um, that made sense for them. Will McConnell says uh, Battle... Pokemon Battle Royale. <laughs> Still my favorite thing, though, about the Blizzard launcher in Activision is how all the Blizzard games that are on it and any game that's on it has its icon and whether or not you've installed it is like gray or not. Mm -hmm. And it's all the Blizzard stuff is right there and it just pushes it the whole way down. And then there's that little bar at the bottom. It's just Activision. And then just a couple of games down there just at the bottom of the barrel. They don't want people to see it. It's okay. fantastic. So uh, I guess uh, last last question for Coldy before we move on to Best Buy Gamers Club. Uh, what sells better this year? Uh, we're going to go to holiday because I think they're both coming out in October. I think Battlefield's going to launch in October with it. Call of Duty or Battlefield, which one sells better this year? And we're going to end that in December. So from October to de December, which one sells more? Uh, I'm going to take a shot in the dark. And I'm going to say just, just to be specific with my prediction, I think Call of Duty is going to have a bigger week one. And uh, I think it's going to go right off a cliff. I think the hardcore Call of Duty fans are going to show up in force. And then Battlefield is just going to week after week stack up sales. Like we saw Battlefield 1, people forget Battlefield 1 sold strong at the start and just kept increasing in speed instead of decreasing. I, I, I think it's going to happen again. Because we, um, we, we think it's going to have a single player. Battlefield. We're pretty sure it yeah, will. Yeah. Because they were they were they were uh there were some rumblings that they were actually laughing at the Call of Duty rumors. Oh and dang. All of them came true. Dude, um, so. um imagine at the end of the conference of instead of being like the we've decided to move away from a standard campaign and instead extend our campaign. People are gonna be like, What you, you did see you did see who is hosting it, right? Yeah, Trevor Now. Yeah, somebody who can actually be comedic with things. So what do you yeah, think? Ooh. How many shots do you think they're going to take Call of Duty? Dude, Trevor Noah is going to roast some. He may even come out with some roasted cod and be like, oh, look at this. Dude, I'm I'm I, I think it's going to happen. I think I think they're going to take all. I think it's going to be like 
E3 2013 all over again. Oh where, yeah. Uh, where, e th- where EA is PlayStation and uh, and and Activision is uh, Microsoft, <laughs> and they just take some of the worst shots at 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 Activision. Um, it's gonna be interesting. It's it's definitely Battlefield's been in the shadow of Call of Duty for a long time. I think this is their year. I really do. Um, Call of Duty, I think, is living off their name right now, and that's just kind of the way it is. Um, okay, so Best Buy Gamers Club. Who was signed up for it? Actually, I know Evan wasn't because he doesn't buy physical games. I I never was funny enough. I was just about to get it. So at my new house, I actually only live a couple miles from Best Buy, and I've actually been going to a Best Buy for the first time like ever in my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, my buddy, who's like, oh, he's a he's a cheapest mother on the <laughs> won't buy anything unless he can stack fifteen discounts. And he always talked about how great Go- Gamers Club Unlocked was. And I finally was about to get it, and they canceled it. Yo, bring back Day Reckoning two to the eShop. I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> that was I like the first Day Reckoning, and then here comes the pain. But the second one was pretty good. Um, no progress. They don't. Neither of them support progressive scan though. Anyway, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, so if people people don't know what this is, Best Buy's uh, Gamers Club un- Unlocked. I believe is what it's called. Unlocked, right? Not yep. unleashed. Unlocked. Uh, you would basically pay thirty dollars for two years. And you would essentially get the 20% off that Amazon was offering on new games, except you could walk into the store. And uh, Austin John even is mentioning uh, Amiibos, I believe, were also discounted most times too. Uh, and they would just take money off the top. So instead of a $6 game, it would be a $48 game. Um, and taxes in Delaware, we don't have tax, so we don't pay. <laughs> um, oh, I'm in Maryland, but I'm about two minutes from uh, Delaware. So I, I still shop in Delaware. Uh, but it, we didn't have that. So we would just pay $48 straight up and leave. Um, and it's a shame because it seemed like they sent out emails to employees and said, Hey, we're not, we're not doing this anymore. Do not take any more signups. It's going there. They, what they would have is they'd have something that would pop up and say, um, would this person like to sign up and everything that's not there anymore. And it's just no longer a thing. So I, I felt like it was on borrowed time from the beginning because I think it was mostly there to try to help out traffic, but it just, it, it didn't, I don't think it was a good idea for Best Buy in the long run. Yeah, I'm sure they're losing tons of money. Like people like my cheap friend would literally be price matching a local Walmart deal for like 15 different uh, games. And then he'd literally get them for like $2 a piece and then go across the street to GameStop and trade them in for $10 a piece and literally make $200 in a day. Sometimes I'm trading just crazy stuff like that. I'm sure was just hurting. They were losing millions on it probably. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh... <laughs> I remember it's kind of off topic. I remember in high school, um, there was a Kmart. We had, we had a Kmart, we had a Walmart, and we had a, um, a Sam Goody, which was kind of like a smaller retail store. And the Kmart mm-hmm. was going out of business. Um, but all three stores always had different prices for games. So we would go into these. We started a thing called the pop your collar crime ring. And we would go into these stores and we would because we, we didn't have, you know, you didn't have smartphones back then. So you had to write down everything. We'd write down all the prices Then we'd go to Kmart, write down all the prices. We'd go to Walmart, write down all the prices of the games and wherever games were more expensive or wherever games were cheaper. And there were more. So like if we found a $20 game at Sam Goody that was selling for 50 bucks at Walmart. We would buy up all the $20 games get like our friends and our girlfriends to come with us and we would exchange the games to get $50 in store credit at Walmart. <laughs> it was so shitty, but we made so much money doing it. And like we, if they, if you got cash, they would get pissy, but if you got store credit, they didn't give a shit. So like we would have all the new games and stuff, but yeah, I never had that. 
as somebody who ran a bookstore for seven years, we hated people like you because we knew <laughs> we knew what you were doing, but we had to just be like, sure, would you like me to put this on this card or just cut my throat? Yeah. <laughs> it was called, you said it was called, what was it? Pop your collar? Pop your collar crime ring. So was it like in a payday where, where instead of put the mask on, you guys would pop the collar before he went up and started pulling these heists? Yeah, and actually <laughs> my buddy, they, they ended up uh, banning my buddy from making any returns at Walmart for like six months because he... He amassed like five hundred dollars in a week, and like we did return fraud. I mean, that's fine. It is what it is. <laughs> um, okay, we, we were kids. We didn't give a shit. Oh man. Oh yeah, I forgot who you called. It's doing their pro, the pro weekend, uh, GameStop. So it's like I think Shadow Wars ten bucks this weekend actually. Mm. Uh, the game looks good. Actually. I haven't played it. Well, before. they pulled microtransactions out yeah. of it. Now I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, I uh, that was one of the things. It's a fantastic game. You do have to play the first. If you haven't played the first, like this, the game literally throws you right at the end of the first game. So mm -hmm. if you haven't played the first, like the first, first one first one's good. Uh, the sequel is fantastic. I actually think it's more better structured. I think it motivates you better. But those microtransactions really yeah. hurt it. For they me. ripped them out though. So and yeah. I think Persona. I think Persona's half off too. I think that's like twenty five bucks to uh, this weekend. So uh, well, if I had I boy boycotted GameStop, let me see if I can just talk one of my friends to go in there on my behalf. <laughs> um, I think I have their elite thing. Um, but uh, because I used it, yes, you did. That's because the people at the that's because the people um at the GameStop near me uh, uh recognized me on YouTube, so now I have to go in there, you know. It's true. I, I had to feel better about myself. <laughs> GameStop manager, whenever I walk into GameStop, GameStop managers will give me weird collector's edition stuff from behind the counter, so I have all this weird collector's edition crap. <laughs> Also, they're very nice. They they held the Duke controller for me, even though they only got one in. So wow, man. yes, it was very nice to them. Even though I had it pre-ordered, and they were like, they didn't know if they'd ever get it in, but they they held it. They held it for me anyway, even after getting rid of the pre-order. Um, so it's nice to them. But uh, yeah, so Gamers Club is gone. Sadly, it's a sad time. But right. I, I I just it, I just don't see how they could have kept that around. So I I at least understand why. Um, let me move on. This is gonna be our last time before we do questions because I. I'm very excited about this, but but like I said, Skate Four, right? That was like the 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 big E3 thing. I saw this, and um, what was that? Scott Scott, telling people to hit the like button with flames after it. So now no one's hitting the like button because he's three fireballs and a thumbs up. They're gonna burn their fingers if yeah, they like. Yeah, man. 389 likes anyway. It's not. It's not. 600 is is too far away. There's 1,200 people in here. That's like 50% people clicking. Uh, that's not happening. Uh, yeah, Dr. Pepper, yeah. You guys would never believe how many Dr. Peppers Sean drank when we did that Labo video. Dude, that, even just driving to the freaking Franklin Institute. It's a long <laughs> drive. The worry in his eyes for not having enough Dr. Peppers in his backpack. <laughs> like opened the back door, like I said, and like all these cans fell out. Like, picture you, that. <laughs> you, you make me feel better, man, because I feel bad. I drink about three Dr. Peppers a day. I feel a lot better now. Thank you. <laughs> That's like uh, an hour. <laughs> oh man, ugly not just says uh, watching you guys at work. Thanks for being legit. I hear actually a lot of people watch uh, the videos at work and they watch them when they when they're like driving and stuff. I actually, that's all I do is I just like if I'm driving somewhere, I'll have a YouTube video play. <laughs> right uh, under the wheel, staring at it. No, no, I just listen to a lot of the stuff, so I'm sure T-Mobile likes me a lot. <laughs> yeah, right. um, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll do that a lot. Um, I like I'll, uh, I'll listen to it. I like watching you, Sean. I like watching your videos a lot, and I like watching uh, uh, RGT, especially your, or sorry, uh, Spawn Wave. I love your random videos. I love Spawn News Wave, but I love your random videos a lot. And a lot of times, I'll turn those on in the gym sometimes because my rule is I don't leave the gym for at least an hour. And I think it's nice to kind of just have like some conversation to keep you focused and keep you clear. So uh, keep it up. You guys do really, really entertaining stuff. Oh, see, Austin John's driving right now. I'm not yeah, going to E3 now. 
I, I'm not going to E3 this year. Next year. Next year. Next year, because I think there's going to be new consoles next year, um, to be honest. Um, but I'll be next year. I know you're going Austin. So you got that you got that big channel with them views, and they, they, they're mm-hmm. throwing you tickets now. <laughs> Actually, I will say Nintendo did offer me tickets, so they were very kind about it. Um, but I, I'm not going this year. Next year. Next year. I know some people over there now, so I'm, I'm going next year. Um, yes. Uh, so let's let me talk about the, the last thing that I really wanted to get into before I do some questions, because this was... On this was number two on my list of big E3 surprises. Scalebound randomly showed up in the news again. Mm-hmm. And this was weird. This was very weird because I have been paying attention to this and I have been looking for some kind of denial from Phil Spencer or Aaron Greenberg. I haven't I don't think I've seen it. They, they yeah, they did. They they officially declared that it was a, a mistake. They, okay, they did say it was what a mistake. A bunch of dicks. They said it was a mistake, but did they say they said it was a hidden page, right? That people found. They said that it was an error error in the store that was buried in the code and appeared as an unlisted page that somebody happened to pull up. But it's like it's it's like if you went to Amazon.com and you typed in a butt lube and it popped up and it was like a weird like a Nintendo product. It's not really a Nintendo product, just an errorist page, you know. So, so you don't think there's any way that Scalebound is coming back at all? I, I actually do think that it's possible. I, but I also believe their statement. I believe they're not being duplicitous. I think that that page was definitely supposed to be erased from the website. Uh, I do think that we're going to see Scalebound again in some form. Is but that, I think it's. I think, is, is that page still up? Uh, they said it deleted it. I haven't checked it again. But I think it's they're going to do what they did with Prey, mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. Prey Two was almost done and they thought it sucked. So they ended up deleting the entire game and giving it to a new studio and having them remake. I saw that uh, Hideki Kamiya even was confused about it on Twitter. Yeah. And people were asking him, um, like I see a uh, rail in the chat was saying that somebody asked, he said to ask Microsoft about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know if Scalebound would be at this E3, but if they decided to revive it, I could see that being a good holiday 2019 release for them. Um, if they can get that back on track, but do here's the one question. Do they actually need re- uh, or um, um, platinum to come back and work on it? Or can they do it themselves without them? I don't know where the, the licensing falls there. I mean, from, from what I heard, Microsoft owns it and Microsoft was mad at platinum. When yeah. things ended, they like practically fired the director and stuff. So uh, I'm guessing that they're going to get a new team on it. Yeah. People were, I'm telling you, people were like, were really excited when they started hearing that back in the news. Um, so I, I think there's still, I seriously think there's an audience out there for scale bound, like for that to come out. Like, because I, I mean, honestly, I think if you ask most people like, like Sean, you, you're not super interested in a lot of Xbox stuff that gets shown because it's very similar stuff. I think from what, what I've, what I've heard you say, yeah. but I feel like even you would look at scale bound and be like, oh, I'll check that out. Yeah. That would be a game that I would actively try to review. And if I don't get a review copy, I would buy it. Like that's an interesting looking game. That's that well, looks like a proper video game, especially because it was going to have freaking co-op. We could have done a spawn wave crew and actually rolled into that. Each having our own dragon playing our own cringy dubstep. That would have been lit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I would have been all over that game. That game actually looked really, really cool. And more than likely, it would have had a, a cross by Evan, maybe even cross play sport. Um, so Most likely at this point, yeah. yeah you could have rolled him on PC. That'd been awesome, man. Um, uh, like seriously, that that is a game that I think just looks so different. And what's interesting is, um, it I think would have appealed to the Japanese audience mm. more so than ninety nine percent of the stuff that comes out yeah. on the system. I mean, yeah, visually, I mean, yeah. But with our, most Japanese audience people are at that point where if it says Xbox, they just look away. 
<laughs> but, turn to stone if i look at it i mean 200 or so xbox ones a week still sell there so somebody's buying them someone um, has to throw them into a fire yes yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's the problem though they have no japanese um uh, presence at all but somebody they need to make a game if they want it right it's not like mm -hmm. there's gonna you know people in japan are just all of a sudden gonna start buying it and then they start making the games you kind of need a game that will sell your system in Japan. And I, I think something like that would have at least helped. God, right. They need it. They need a scale bound really bad. It wouldn't have hurt. Yeah. In this, <laughs> in this situation, I mean, that's, that's a win. Sales cannot go down. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're, they're not good. They're not good. If people are curious, I think last week they sold like 180, 160, 160 Xbox ones. Uh, that's between Xbox One and Xbox One X, by the way, together. That's combined. That's, uh, that's and then for the Switch was person. like the Switch was like thirty four thousand for the week. <laughs> Even the PlayStation was like eighteen thousand. Um, PS4. So yeah, they uh, the Vita was like three thousand or something. So that should tell you everything you need to know there. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, with that, for a while there, I think the Wii U was outselling the Xbox One. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's tell you all you need to know. But if they had a game that was uh, at least interesting to that market, they would actually sell some Xboxes, right? I mean, I, I, I just I look at Scalebound and it obviously looked like a game that would at least had some Japanese influence on it from Platinum Games. So I, yeah, well, it, especially because I mean, I feel like more than ever, I feel like we're realizing to a big aspect Japanese gamers care about multi online multiplayer is so important in Japan. I think that's a big reason Monster Hunter World is taking off there probably beyond even Capcom's predictions. If you had made like I always thought that Scalebound kind of looked like a really westernized version of Monster Hunter. So it's online co-op that would have sold. Oh well. Yes. Uh this is uh, see I see this thrown up a lot. Uh Gintoki Cruise won the $2 says, I wonder if Nintendo would fund a Scalebound game. The, the thing about Scalebound is Microsoft owns it. I really don't think Microsoft wants to work with anybody with it. I think they'd rather let the IP sit on the shelf forever rather than have someone like Nintendo work with them on it. Um, I just don't, I don't really know what influence Nintendo would have on that game. I think the idea of it is really cool where you're basically a person who has dragons and everything and everybody has their own dragon and you, you kind of fight together and everything, even have like a bow and arrow and stuff. I think the idea is cool. I think the name is great, by the way. Scalebound is an awesome name for a video game. Mm -hmm. um, probably, you know, the box art probably look great and everything, but it just, it didn't, I guess they just couldn't get it working on a technical level or, or they, they didn't want to do it anymore because they realized nobody uh, in their audience, at least not enough people would have bought into it because, I mean, a lot of Xbox people like shooters and, I mean, the, well, let's be real. Like, what is it? What is it? Like, seventy percent of their audience is the United States. Well, I'm trying to figure out what Xbox owners do like. like they love Netflix. They like shooters. They like shooters. <laughs> like, because uh, not all of. Obviously, we're talking about the majority, not everyone. They, like, I'm, I'm going to get Kingdom Hearts on my Xbox, for example. I mean, so every Xbox person I know right now is a very hardcore Xbox person really loves and celebrates the third-party games. A lot of studios are giving great X support. A lot of those games look amazing in 4K. I mean, if you want the latest and greatest games to look the best they possibly can, and you own multiple consoles, that's the way to do it. So as weird as it is, yes, they're not getting amazing experiences like God of War, which push the limits of graphical engines. But, I mean, if you want shiny sand in Assassin's Creed, that's mm -hmm. where you go for it. They, they seem to... The Xbox community, I know, um, likes shooters a lot. And mm -hmm. that's just the way because it's like i said about 70 to 80 percent of their market is around 
like the US. Like the US, but people don't realize the United States, uh, the Xbox and the PS4 are actually closer than you'd think in the United States. It's other places that's further apart, like Europe and obviously Japan. Um, but in the in the US, it's there's a lot of people here who like the Xbox. And um, it's it's definitely uh, like like Gears of War sells great on there, right? Halo sells great on there. Those are shooters. Um, and uh, like I don't. What's an RP? What what did Ease Origins do on the Xbox when that launched? I I, I I don't know the numbers, but I have a feeling it didn't sell particularly. Nine. Well. It did nine oh, copies. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think. It, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, what's I'm trying to think of an RPG like Final Fantasy 15. That I don't think that cracked a million copies on the Xbox. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. I think it sold 800 to 900 thousand. So it was close. Maybe it has passed since they they probably haven't tracked it much since then. Um, but it like that game sold over five million on the PS4. I believe um so it's it's clear that the japanese influence is not massive on the xbox and those games don't sell but shooters sell really well call of duty is going to sell well madden sells well in the system um fifa madden i think that's pretty the well best shooters i've ever played well i mean just like the sports you, you get what i'm saying like sports no, yeah i think i think I mean, fifa does well in there too in our time at the store that was it people would come in you got yeah. the call of duty you got the battlefield you have madden you have nba and that was it i mean yeah. there's a the destiny community is basically been pushed down uh there used to be a huge community of destiny people uh but now uh playstation gets so much exclusive content even entire exclusive raids like everybody has just traded in their xboxes you know so it's um it's interesting right now it's an interesting situation with xbox and i i really think a scale bound could at least make things very interesting on that side but i will at least give them e3 because i do think they're they've been holding stuff off and i would like to see crackdown after the big rumor got thrown around that more money is actually being dumped into it um and that's why it was delayed not because it wasn't ready so i i want to see crackdown crackdown's a game that obviously is going to appeal to the xbox market the xbox gamers um pc gamers too but uh i'll, I'll look into that as well i'm really hoping i really want crackdown to be good it kind of has to be because they're 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 zero for two right now with yeah, uh, yeah. with Sea of Thieves. I can't and, uh, believe Sea of Thieves and State of Decay two. Did either of those hit seventy on Metacritic? No, no, no. no uh, sorry, no. Uh, um, uh, sea of Thieves was seventy two for a while. And, it, uh, I mean, but like, what is it now? Uh, I think it's like, back down still or? probably about seventy two. And I know uh, State of Decay just dipped to sixty eight. Oh man, like I was really hoping State of Decay two would have been like the game to help them along to e3 sea thieves is 69 like this is tough man i'm trying to i hope they announce a halo at e3 that would really help they did it just got a halo you got (laughs) oh man we're wrapping up oh man let's talk about inside xbox real quick all right help me out here sean because i watched inside xbox and i watched i think all of it uh at least until they did the escape room for about 30 minutes. No, it was longer <laughs> than 30 minutes. Oh, I'm so glad um, I missed this. Inside, so- inside Xbox, episode three. Inside Xbox is a 20-minute show stretched out to an hour and a half plus. Like, they go, they're like, I don't understand the direction of the show. It's like there's so much filler, and there's so much just not stuff that's needed. I get that they like to do developer interviews. That's cool. You know, I don't mind that. But when it draws out for 10 to 15 minutes, you start to lose your audience. The average person watching inside Xbox is not saying, I want to hear this random game developer's thoughts on, you know, the the weather or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
like going let's check in with social media who gives a shit it's social media you're not gonna sit there and be like oh this guy says xbox sucks or where are the exclusives no you're gonna pick whatever's whoever's you know sunshine and farts who's being nice to you and kissing your ass like and then the panic room shit they had smosh um smosh games on there for 40 minutes trying to escape from a state of decay to panic room to end the show they show halo for the arcade on the show as an xbox one owner i don't want to see that i yeah. want to see things for the xbox one they should have called that outside xbox when they're like hey man check out this great thing i don't know why we're having an xbox show because it's never coming to xbox exactly like it's 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 such a bad show it's so cringy it's just so you know what it is it, it it's that it's that suit and tie executive guy sitting in his office like i got a show idea and we're gonna have the social media we're gonna have old people wearing really bright colors like that's it, it, they're trying to like be a, a classy show and i get that some people miss g4 tv but it, it's I do. It, it's and that's cool but it's like it's not even like a g4 tv thing because it's so damn long well the thing about g4 tv is every show was like 30 minutes long exactly <laughs> you know? i think exactly. exactly the show was an hour but you know i mean but like uh uh, I thought the second inside Xbox was pretty good, but it did drag in sometimes. But I, I think the second, because that's the one where they hit us with all those original Xbox games right away. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, okay, this is good. This is good. This is good. That one did start to drag after a little while. But this one, I look back, what was the, what were the big announcements? Halo Arcade. Um, State of Decay 2 is going to come out. And... Did, I, I know people are talking about a big patch to see if thieves. Oh, uh, 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 well, Chief Collection. Yeah. yeah, I've been talking about that forever, but they they they've been actually running the beta for a while now. I'm on the insider program and it's better. Um, I, uh, and also, was it called? Uh, Sean Murray came out and lied to us a little bit more. Of course, he, he did. Announced, he announced when that was coming, right? With the multiplayer and everything. Yeah, July 23rd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, IGN posted up just a clip of that interview. Be like, yeah, we're going to finally have like real multiplayer. And I just put in the comment section, LOL. And that's the top comment. I was like, <laughs> 10, 10, 000, literally nothing. I was just LOL lowercase. And I was like 10,000 likes, like more likes than the video. Like, the Twitter, man, the, the like the Twitter was great for that. Like the timeline that was taking place while he was on stage. But then the comments and Mixer were even better. Oh, oh, yeah. was awesome. Oh, yeah. oh man. People people were like making fun like how he came out of hiding to do all this. Like they they snuck him in the back to get him in there and all this stuff. He, like, he looks scared. I've never seen a guy being interviewed while looking for a gunman. That guy I, was I, like I, I, <laughs> looking for like the laser sight to like show up. Um, hey, I, guys, wonder, I wonder if he has a hard <laughs> I wonder if he has a hard time like going grocery shopping and just doing the basic stuff. I, I guarantee he does it anymore. Really? Like I, I, I guarantee he hired somebody for wow. that. Like, that's he looks, he, especially since his facial hair looks the exact way he did when he did all those lying interviews. I guarantee you can't walk down the street and be like, hey, you're no man's lie. Like, no, I'm not. I'm buying cabbage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah the Hello Arcade thing, though. Um, wh what? <laughs> I saw that and I was like, that's cool. It's just so why? weird. Like, I, why? I, don't, I think I, it looks. I think it looks really, really, really cool. I'm such a huge yeah. fan of those style of shooters, but it's one of the things of being like, especially because that's the big. I think Sean tweeted this. He said like that's clearly like one of those like twenty thousand dollar arcade cabinets. It's the kind you sit down. It's like a car you put in the corner of the room. Like, how many arcades are really going to install but that? It, it's it's Dave and Buster exclusive, so they will oh, have yeah. it. Um, well, but just in the summer. It's yeah, a, yeah it's we're a, gonna go we're gonna go play it obviously oh yeah i'm definitely well especially because I've, I've thought about the fact that since it's the car one we're gonna be able to i'm just gonna put my camera in over my shoulder and film me doing like a full playthrough because it's like 
and who cares? Like it's not like taking up any more room. Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna go there and we'll raid the. There's a Dave and Buster's actually near us, Sean. This it's yeah. actually really nice too. It's part of a mall. It's very nice Dave and Buster's. We'll go there because they should be getting it. You should right. probably call ahead and make sure they're getting it. Yeah, I'm gonna be the one guy who calls ahead for that. I, I'm, I'm gonna be that weird. Hi, can you check this particular arcade machine because I don't have a life. <laughs> um, I, I feel like it'll probably be there like July. Um, right. I mean, we can take that risk. <laughs> I mean, I can call him and be that guy who's like, "Hey, um, no, no, not the food specials. Uh, can you go check see if Halo Arcade yeah. is there? Um, <laughs> please don't, don't be, don't, don't, you know, don't make a big scene about it or anything." But, yeah. Uh, can you just look at the floor? Look at the security cameras. What's security camera four say? Uh, but I did go there, and they had um the Luigi's Mansion uh, uh cabinet, which was cool. So yeah. I feel like they'll have this one too. They had the really big Space Invaders one, and everything. They'll they'll have it. Um, yeah, we'll do we'll do a whole vlog. It'll be fun. We like we did before. It'll be a, it'll be a good time. Um, speaking of which, I gotta put that behind the wave out at some point, don't I, Evan? Uh, which one episode two? Yeah, I, yeah. Episode two. Yeah, I, we need I, more I, footage. I, we need more footage for episode six. I went through all that footage we had recorded in the car, and I can't use a lot of it. Okay, that's fun. That's fun. Um. Cool. Uh, yeah. So that's that's all of the stuff we had to talk about. I, I gotta run in like eight minutes. I'm just I'm just giving you a heads up. I do gotta run. Oh no, that's fine. Minutes. That's fine. That's fine. We're just gonna take some questions before we before we end, Max. So you can I mean you can take off whenever you need to, man. That's not a big right. deal. Um, but uh, were you doing anything good, or are you just you just? Yeah, my uh, my buddy is in town from Houston. Is uh, he's here to he's a famous Green Ranger cosplay. He has like this huge like he's a 100 movie accurate. Green Ranger outfit, dude. So he's and he's selling one of his outfits, and he's in town partying. So uh, I'm gonna show him all the places in Dallas. So we're gonna uh, walk around Dallas at uh, midnight like crazy. Young people, definitely not people in our 30s. Nice. Be fun. Uh, oh yeah, Austin John, there is Luigi's Mansion arcade unit. You can actually, I, it's it's one you actually sit in and everything. It's pretty cool. It's, it's kind of. I I played a bit of it. I feel like it tries a little bit too much to like have you shoot clocks and kind of solve puzzles in the oh, yeah. level. I kind of wish it was more of an on rail shooter. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't travel specifically for that cabinet, but most mm. Dave and Buster's do have it. They have that, and they have the Mario Kart. The Mario Kart is actually pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. Uh, yeah, uh, is Pokin still thriving competitively? I don't know. I don't play Pokin. I've only started playing it. I don't know. I don't know about the community. It seems like an interesting enough game, and I've seen a lot of competitive play for it, oh, so yeah. it could be good. Christopher Gunderson uh, towards Sean. There, excited for you to hit 100K. Uh, actually, yeah, Sean and Max are coming up on that the big milestone pretty soon, right? Yeah, I am about 600 plus away. About 600, yeah, so. Max is getting there as well. Yeah, I'm at, at 98,000, so I'm uh, nice. 1,800 away. Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, they'll both be getting there very, very soon. So make sure you check both of them out um, and help them get there. Um, do, 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 do. What are the yellow? Because what are the chances of Ghost Trick 2 at E3? Uh. Ghost Trick 2. Uh, Ghost Trick was a game on the DS that was also ported to the iOS from Capcom. Mm. I think. I think that's what we're talking about. It was the one where the detective dies or something. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. He possesses things, try to figure out some stuff. I mean, I haven't heard anything really about it. So. Hmm. I mean, Capcom likes porting stuff, so maybe. <laughs> or I guess in this case, they'd be making a new one. I didn't play Ghost Trick, though. I'm going to check that out. Um, I don't know. Evan, Evan doesn't really have a channel right now. Nah, I'm mostly working behind the scenes for Spawnwave, and I do stream occasionally, but you guys are seeing, too busy. I mean, people are seeing you now on there more because you're yep. doing reviews of stuff. So, yep. Um, 
so I don't. Uh, Austin, Austin Man Games. How did you get to a hundred thousand subs within a year and a half? I don't know. I just I I filmed stuff and it worked out. So <laughs> I wish I could tell you how to plan and like I rigged the system. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I showed up with the camera. That out. that's that's something I was told because a lot of almost everybody I know uh, at my old bookstore has tried to start a YouTube channel now. Like literally, almost everybody has like tried to do movie reviews and music reviews and some of them doing like a fashion channel and all of them have failed and i kind of say the success to youtube is it really there's only one trick to getting successful on youtube wake up earlier than the competition stay up later than the competition like you hear that sean like <laughs> like no but like seriously like sean sean john and i we had day jobs we cared a lot we we went home after work and researched microphones and figured out how to do this and made connections at companies to play games before anybody else you know uh oh um yeah john rakes consistency that is a good point youtube likes consistent now um yep. evan hit, it, hit us with those discord questions you got man from the pat patrons all right we got a couple a couple we answered actually near the end okay, there cool. but all right uh of all the rumors that have appeared so far which are the most worrisome which are the most which, which ones i'm sorry what was that which are the most worrisome like which are like you've heard it and you think oh that's gonna be terrible because i know I like We've talked a little bit about the Star Fox stuff and how people are kind of worried about that as well as oh of just games and just games we've heard for E3 or just games general that are coming I out. I guess in general I didn't say anything specific. Uh, hmm. I, I have uh I've heard from a pretty good source that uh Crackdown 3 is having a lot of yeah, trouble. Crackdown 3 is the worry right now. Um I want to I want to believe that that it has the money that they're putting into it because that's why they pushed it back. But there are a lot of people saying it just does not run well at all. And there are some problems yeah. and that's, that's terrifying because I don't, Microsoft has had two duds on the ratings board. I really want crackdown to at least hit an 85. God, it, it needs to so that's badly. That's the one that worries me. That's been in development for, it's going to be end up being in development for, I think longer than God of war. Yeah. So, I mean, think about that for a second. Um, and that's a little worrying. So I really want that to be good. I really want Crackdown to be good. And I'm a little, that's the one I'm really, because they're going to show it. Um, and I'm, I'm concerned that it's not going to be good. Man, that's gonna really going to hurt them. What, what was the next one, Evan? Uh, do you think Bandai is holding off on a Switch version announcement of Dragon Ball Fighters until after the Season 1 DLC is done? Uh, ooh, I don't know about that because they'll still sell the DLC. They did it with Xenoverse. Uh, they did it with yeah. Xenoverse too. No problem. Um, I think we'll probably see fighters at E3 on the Switch. Uh, yes. Or if I take yes, that's probably going to be there. Um, but they'll still sell the DLC straight up like they did with Xenoverse. No sweat. Um, they don't mind. <laughs> They're it's not either an announcement at like Evo or something. They could even do it there. It's possible, yeah. But they Bandai Namco is like enamored with the Switch right now. So yep. uh, yeah, don't be surprised. They're going to throw everything they can at that system right now. Um, they looked really stupid in front of their investors uh, half a year ago. <laughs> so, um, and Koei Tecmo thought they were awesome. So there you go. Um, what anything else, Evan? Uh, we have, a, I guess, sort of a packaged question. For if the new Pokemon games are based on the old Pokemon, would we see new types of systems in? Because uh, I guess Alolan, the Alolan style Pokemon, where it's like something classic you'd think of, like a Charizard, but it's like a poison type Charizard. Like, would we see some of that start to appear in these? I don't think so. I think that they're going to try and I think they're going to try and sell you the straightest, plainest, funnest, most basic thing. I, I think mean, that this they is going to be some stuff up with fire red. Didn't they? Like, I remember 
Some, yeah. of, some I really did not like at the time was it was so hard to get Charles or, or to get Charmander through like the first two gyms. But then in fire red, they gave him like steel claw or something yep. um, to help him against Onyx. I remember that. And I was like, this well, is cool. yeah, because they what they did is they they put in the engine of Ruby and Sapphire. And so they even put in a couple Ruby and Sapphire Pokemon in later areas and stuff. So it was it was the good blending. It was a, it was a good remake. Yeah. See, I remember that one because that's when I still kind of played Pokemon. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know if they'd get that crazy. Yeah, they want the old people. People like me sorry young people they want they want me get out of here my <laughs> yeah. <paycheck's> calling yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else evan uh, last up sushi strikers sleeper hit you know uh, i've really not followed sushi strikers that much to be honest it's a 50 dollars game i think right what yeah i could give a shit about yeah, that game. i'm a little <laughs> concerned about that price tag uh i will check it out but um, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how good that game's gonna be though. I, I'm not gonna say it's a bad game, but I don't know if they'll be able to sell it fifty bucks easily. I think that one might go under the radar for a while though, yeah. unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But it could be good for all I know. I mean, I just, I haven't really looked into it too much because once I saw that price, I, I just don't know if it's gonna take off well. Yeah, they they're tr advertising it hard. I follow if you follow the Nintendo America Twitter, they're randomly like, "Oh, sorry, we just randomly tweeted. We're all enjoying this great game called Sushi Strike." It's like, Ooh. come on. And Williams, that's a good point. It needs a demo. Demo could really help that game. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, is that is that it, Evan? Yeah, that's everything from over here. That's it. Cool. All right, very good. So we can get you out in time, Max. Uh, let's do some quick outros, and then we'll get Max out of here. Uh, Max, start with you. Hi, I'm Dreamcast Guy. I saw a lot of you in chat saying you subscribed to me. I really appreciate it. It's just youtube.com slash Dreamcast Guy. Definitely stay tuned next week. I've got three big reviews. I got uh gonna be talking about Dark Souls Remastered, which I know people have been asking me about a lot. I'm gonna be Detroit uh, Become Human, and I'm gonna be doing a, a video about the Sega Genesis collection, uh, which I'm playing right now, and I can't talk about it, but it's great. So we'll be talking about that a lot next week. Um, cool, cool. And then uh Sean. Um, yeah, you can find me on RGT 85 Mega Man Legacy Collection review for the Switch on Tuesday, Fallen Legion review for the Switch, hopefully on Tuesday as well. Um, a bunch of other games and stuff, and yeah. Um, FYI, that uh, they're taking pre orders for the um, the, the HD uh, Xbox cable on Amazon. Ooh, it'll be available um the 26th it says nice i'll have to check that out this ww2k18 is almost done downloaded by the way it's been downloaded oh, yeah. this whole time <laughs> i'm gonna check that out uh and uh evan of course just follow evan on twitter actually that's Kim, probably yeah, your best projects twitter yeah. Yeah, if you have your twitter you can drop in the chat honestly people should follow you anyway because when you're reviewing stuff you will talk about it on twitter uh within embargo like things you're allowed to say uh so if people want to know what you're doing because people like some of the reviews you've done so far you can follow you on there and, and keep up to date with what you're doing there so i would follow evan on um on twitter uh keep up to date with what he's doing um but it's just kim Eric's project yeah you got it um so he's he's getting up there i don't know i didn't really pick anyone off a raid i don't know do we have anyone uh max you can you can take off whenever you want man we got you okay i love you all it's been good to be back i'll see you again next week uh when i'm dead from reviews bye <laughs> so we're gonna figure out really quick who we're gonna raid before we take off so you guys want to raid somebody we'll, we'll get somebody let's see if i got anyone who is streaming yeah, evan, will, evan will keep reviewing stuff yeah I'll keep looking at stuff keep checking things out he has a good one right now it's just he's not gonna be able to publish it for a long time so we'll get him something else too I'm gonna take a look at yonder. Maybe I have something out about yonder. Oh, is uh, is 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 your is uh, is wood? People are saying wood's streaming. He's not streaming. Uh, people are saying wood. Beat up guys. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't I don't really have anyone streaming on my on my thing, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't I don't I don't have anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, smat! Wait, raid smash GT. I thought you're in the chat though. Are you also streaming? <laughs> Are you streaming while you're in the chat? It doesn't say he's on. Yeah, I don't know. I maybe he's about to get on. <laughs> that moment when you can't find anyone to raid. Right. Um. Oh, Smash or JT is uh, starting his stream now. We'll send people over to Smash JT so you guys can check him out. So he's been helping a lot of people recently with their YouTube stuff. I'll uh, I'll drop a link to his channel so people can. They say he started. He's, yeah, he said he's starting to stream right now. Um, I just went live. Cool. Yeah, you want to grab that? You guys can go go see uh, Smash JT. He's been helping out a lot of people in the in the in the YouTube community. So go uh, go drop him a like. Oh, what ended the stream? Oh, uh, is what the people are saying. Um, yeah, so go drop him a like and everything. Uh, say hi. Say spawn in the chat and all that good stuff and uh that's i guess that's it for for tonight guys it's a good fun show tonight fun show uh evan will uh, have this posted up on patreon i guess tonight and then uh yep. it'll go up on soundcloud um right away i think too or just about right away usually shortly after yeah. yeah so it'll be up on soundcloud as well you can check that i think it also goes to itunes as well so you can check it there and then last week's will actually be live tomorrow as well so if you missed last week's we'll put that up as well um and drop that for you guys cool uh that's gonna do it for tonight what episode was it? 7 59 59 59 cool so next week we'll be at 60 we're only 40 more episodes away from 100 this is this is happening fast it's coming up quick cool all right uh that's gonna do it here for guys thanks so much for watching and we'll see you guys next saturday night 9 p.m eastern time